The Crash and Mars Podcast. Well, there it is. There it is, guys. Yes. What day is Mars? Oh my gosh, guys. It is Friday. Yes. yes. Feels good. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm here. Mars is here. Yes. Haley's here. Yeah. Ginge, Ginge, where are you? Present. There you are. My God, Ginge is here. There you Back, are. baby. Everybody missed you yesterday. How was your day off? I missed everyone. It was great. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't great. It was like, uh, it was like I'm, fine. I'm, yeah. Why'd you take a Thursday off? Well, <laughs> what a random day Every, off. <laughs> everybody was joking, all the now family, that you were too much of a scaredy cat to drive to work in the snow. Yeah. I can handle the snow. Because <laughs> they did hear you complaining about your drive in. They like, oh, it was treacherous. And they're yeah. like, obviously you couldn't make it in. Treacherous was an understatement. <laughs> we booked we booked Thursday off. Rachel and I both had it off. Because yeah. originally there was a John Mulaney was in town Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. We were going to go see him. Yeah. Have a time. Make it a night. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, then our sitter fell through. Oh, oh, oh. no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, so one of us couldn't go. <laughs> oh, no. So I went I went sans <gasps> Rach. You went without Rach? She, we'd seen him before. And she's also... She's, <laughs> I don't know if you know John Mulaney's story, but she's a little mad at him because uh, he left his wife yep. for... Um, uh, I'm going to get her name wrong. So wait a second. You were going to take your wife to her. a comedian she doesn't like to begin with? She loves him. But okay. she's a little conflicted with him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. She's got beef. Because right. he left his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for Olivia Munn. But she, yes. yes. But she still likes his comedic chops. Well, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's playing Rogers. Uh, he's, that, doing yeah, a, he's, doing a, he's doing arenas now. Wow. So you left her at home with the kids and went to a comedy show. Yeah, and it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. You and John Mulaney now have something in common. You both left your <laughs> yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you come home to your bags packed? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> What are we going to let the tickets go to waste, Haley? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. Uh, you went with a friend of yours. Did you guys have a good time? Uh, I had a great time. Yeah, good. He's, that's he's, great. He's better than ever. Yeah. Bunch of now family down there. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What time? Uh, it's been a bit since, uh, although we uh, we saw Schumer in the summer. Um, an arena show, does the comedian have opening acts and then the comedian's not on until like nine? Well, he has an opener. They always bring an opener. Yeah. The comedian's got like a... Uh, opener they tour with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went on like, I don't know, a little after eight. Oh, okay. okay, that's not bad. Like, well, he was on by like, I don't know, 8.30, 8.45. Oh, okay, not too it's bad. It's funny because we, after you said your sitter fell through, I was like, well, do you want to like maybe see if Ginge wants to sell us the tickets? And then we were like, no, we can't. <laughs> like, no, 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 that's too like, late for us. He'll probably be on stage very late. <laughs> we're like, if he hits the stage at eight, that means we're not in bed until... So yeah, we were like, nah, it's way too late if for us. If set goes like an hour, an hour and a half, oh, God, oh my we're God. doomed. <laughs> <laughs> he did that thing a lot of comedians are doing now. Yeah. Some artists now, too, where they lock up your phones. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did that yeah. uh, with uh, Amy Schumer. All your yeah. phones had to be in the bags. We didn't put them in the bags. Yeah. Hmm. We didn't put it in the bag? Well, I, the bag was on the table. It looked like it was in the bag. Oh, they didn't, like, take your phone? No, no. they didn't take it. No, everyone oh. had to put it in a lock bag. Yeah, but it was, like, honor system? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Oh, they, they took your phone. Well, they give you like they hold the bag open and watch you put it in. Yeah. Oh. And then they zip oh. it up and hand it back to you. Yeah. No, because with all the opening acts, you were allowed to be on your phone. Yeah. But Amy Schumer, they're like, and lock your phones oh. down. Yeah. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. oh, because this is one of the outdoor ones, right? Yeah. yeah. It was the outdoor oh, one at uh, yes. Northlands. Yeah. Yes. It didn't really matter either because twenty minutes into <laughs> it, they canceled it. So perfect. Yes. Right. Nice yeah. windstorm rolled in. Yeah. Wind course. and lightning and thunder yeah. and all that stuff. So. The yeah. uh, the phone locking though. Mm. I've been to one uh, a concert. Jack White didn't like phones either. Oh yeah, that's right. He doesn't yeah. like phones. I yeah. think some artists do it for like because they don't like the ambience of like looking at like a thousand phones looking back at them. That's a good point. And yeah. I guess the comedians do it for like so they're not taken out of context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for Milady, I got my phone in my bag, <laughs> uh-huh. heading down to my seat. 
And Ray's just like, bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> not, not that, uh, the seats were down at the floor. Uh-huh. And I get to like the area to get down there. Yeah. And the guy's like, uh, ticket. And I'm like, uh, hold up my phone in a bag. <gasps> I'm, right. like, I'm like, right here. He's like, well, they should have given you a piece of paper. I'm like, they should have what? So we're going back to paper tickets? <laughs> and he's like, well, to get on the floor, you need the, the paper. I'm like, well, they, they didn't give me paper, and my phone's in here. Yeah, and so the ticket's just, in there. Excuse me, I'm going to head to my seat, because you best know I was late. <laughs> I got to get down there. Show's about to start. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you need the paper. I'm like, Duh! So what'd you have to do? I go back to like the front entrance. No, you didn't have to go Rogers. back. And I'm like, uh, I need a piece of paper. And the people who unlock the phones are not the people uh, who do the paper. Uh, he's like, I can unlock your phone. But I don't have the paper you're talking about. Oh my god! So oh. I'm like, I unlock, I unlock the phone. There's like a special phone unlock area. If yeah. you need to like make yeah. a call, yeah. right. I unlock the phone. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I gotta go show someone to get the paper. He's like, well, you can't leave here with your phone unlocked. Oh. <laughs> well, you can't do the paper, and my phone's in here. Oh, what a drag! And so I explain the situation. He's like, okay. <laughs> so then I just cruise out of his area with my phone loose. Yeah. And then once they see your phone loose, there was like Roger's eyes everywhere on me. Like, oh my god. We yeah, the security. The, we the security. The they did that at Amy Schumer too. As soon as someone took their phone out, security was like security yes. to table one eight seven. Yes, yeah, and they were people just all ran over, over there. Yeah, yeah. but oh. there's, it's so willy nilly about who cares about the phones and who doesn't. Yeah, and who cares about the paper and who doesn't. I finally find someone who can do the paper, and they have uh. a piece of paper. Like you got a pen. I'm like, well, I can just they're just gonna handwrite hand it. I can just fill in my own. He's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They're like one ticket, ground level. Well, That's like, it. It matters to the guy working the floor. Oh my god. That's it. Yeah, so I had to round up a pen, and then I just wrote my seat number. Are you kidding? And then I stuck my phone back in my bag and headed on down. Oh, oh. my god. Oh, so you could have found a piece of paper down below. Yeah, I could, have, I could have done anything. Oh, god. I should have just walked by the guys. What I should have done. <laughs> I guess like always print your tickets off. Well, you can't. No, it's not like, printing off. They're just supposed to. I guess there's like there was just a miscommunication. The people that put your phone in the baggie mm-hmm. are supposed to also write you a yeah a ticket. Yeah. So how much of the show did you actually see? Uh well, I missed most of Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard I heard great things. You're, no, you're, no, you're, 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 awesome. I stuck in there. there for him. He great was reviews for the last ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it really was incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Was it uh, when they do uh, the the comedian at Rogers? Is it like half the arena? Or yeah, he didn't. Like, the, the the top was curtained off. The there. top was curtained. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's just the lower bowl. Yeah, and the floor. Yeah. When you're a comedian doing arenas, yeah, you got to be making bank. I oh, would, think I would so. imagine so. Did he do like half bowl or full? Yeah, it was like the full lower bowl almost, pretty much. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, you're still charging like concert prices. Yeah. But you're just a a one. You're one person. He's got his opener, and then I guess like a tiny road crew. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, there wouldn't be too there's, much. There's no Lighting light show. There's no bass player to play to pay. I guess you need the one spotlight. Yeah, yeah, like, you, gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. You would be cashing checks once you make arenas as a comedian. Oh yeah, yeah. One man time. band. Yeah. You kidding me? Oh, we should take the show on the road. No. Arena yes. tour with radio. Oh god. How great would that be? No one would go. <laughs> Cancelled after the first show. We, yeah, it'd be. It'd be it wouldn't even. We wouldn't, wouldn't even get to the first show. They'd be like, nobody bought tickets. Yeah. <laughs> For the first show. We'd have to do that weird thing where, like, due to scheduling conflicts. Oh, you know, bands will yeah, do that sometimes right. when sales are super low. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll yeah. just cancel it, but they can't stay. Yeah. We really wanted to, guys, yeah. but oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Your local sports team uh, needed the arena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your local sports team. Not even, like, a big sports team. No, your local sports team needed yeah. the arena. We people, got bumped. A lot of people are saying they don't like giving up their phone. It's funny when yeah. you have to give up your phone. Like even People get really upset. Like in reality, we could have put ours in the bag. I just didn't want the hassle after because 
the setup, a great setup, but I just figured it would be a rush for everyone at the end to get their phones and unlocked. And it was. Oh. Which it totally was. It was. So I just had the phone in the bag and the latch was just like flipped. Right. But it wasn't clicked. It was enough where security walked by. They're like, it's in the bag. Sure. I wasn't I on my phone. Yeah, but. I just didn't even take mine out of my purse. They didn't even ask about it. Mm-hmm. I do get, if you were like a, an older artist who started playing pre- uh, cell phone. Yeah, yeah. I bet, like, if I'm on stage, it is better to look out and not see just a zillion phones. But I bet the new artist, probably like like Billie Eilish, her whole career is spent on looking at yeah, every time. Every time she's been on a stage, there's been a phone pointed back at her. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it matters to her. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably just the older ones that probably they're like, oh, all. you got to enjoy the show. Yeah. You got to be in the moment. Yeah, not live through a but lens. Like, realistically, like, what are you filming it for? Well, you put it on your social. How many and you're people? You're like, I was at the like, whatever concert. Nobody really goes back to watch the footage they get of a band no. or of a comedian. No. Never. No. They never do. No, no, but you're putting it online. It's the same reason we film fireworks. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh God. Well, well, this, is, this is beautiful. <laughs> I know. But we'll uh, never go back and look and at also, those fireworks. Or you look once and you're like, why? Yeah. Why did I film yeah. this? Like, FYI, fireworks' beauty does not translate in video. That's a great point. Never it's does. the most boring, stupid photo and video never you can does. look at. It's like a picture of the moon. Yeah, let's you're look right. at the moon tonight. Yeah, I'll take a picture that's going to look terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the same thing with bands; they don't transfer well onto your cell phone no. video. It never sounds the sound's good. not the same. No. Yeah, they look horrible. It's it never how horrible. you remember it. I do it too, though. You feel like you should capture the moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this is awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you and then you back, zoom you in on the back. artist, and it's all kind of like pixelated. pixelated. You're like, I was here, man. This is awesome. <laughs> Look at Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take your one photo. Yeah. to show how close you were, so you can brag. Yeah, and then that's it. Like, that's you're pretty good. much all, all you need. need. Yeah. But like if you go back on all like your photo reminders, there's so much garbage that we took photos oh, of God, yeah. that it's actually like taking up space somewhere else now. It's because of uh it's because of the cloud. Yeah. It is because of the we cloud. We got too much we got too much storage. Yeah. yeah. We got all this unlimited yeah, room. We just don't care. Even my brother with his kids, like not even concerts and fireworks. I'm like, "Do you ever go back and look at those photos?" No. I'm like, "Oh, He's like, but we yeah. have them. I'm well, like, okay. They, yeah, if you have children, you would have like thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of oh, photos. Oh, God, yeah. I have terabytes upon terabytes. Do you, do you go back and look at them? <laughs> well, I do like, uh, uh, Google always like makes me like uh, curated like collages oh, that see, they send Oh, see, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's adorable. But you're never opening the, like your Google Drive and going through photos. Well, there's, they, they, you, you do look though, because there's like the, the kids are like, on your photo. Yeah, on yeah. Your, on your phone, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you can just always like scroll back and there's like, I don't know. Kids is different. Yeah. I mean, your brother's a cold. Yeah, man. he doesn't look. He doesn't care. But kids are different. It's nice to... Yeah. Because we didn't have that growing up. No, we didn't. No. We had photo albums. You had that one school picture. Oh, yeah. And you could sort of go back and see yourself age there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. But now... But like with our cats, we go back... I'll get a reminder. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at baby Chloe. Yeah. Like, oh, he's so cute. And then the photo's done. But We're then like, you okay. move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Into present. And I'm like, oh, sweet. This is when I got my truck. <laughs> you know what is wild with uh, Google Photos? Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm sure Amazon or whoever else hosts your photos yeah, does yeah. as well. But they'll make like, uh, they, it's got the, they get that like facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they can tell my kid, the yeah. same one that's 10 now, when she was two days old. Oh, oh that's what? Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's I, don't, I don't tag her anything. And creepy. I don't yeah. tag her anything. They just, they just know from facial recognition that from, uh, from this that baby yes. is this, is now this like eight year old. It's insane. <laughs> ah, 
That's wild. And you haven't tagged? No, I don't. I don't tag him anything. Yeah, you just take a photo, photo after photo. That's crazy. You're yeah. tagging him photos. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. that is wild. Weird. So when they like when uh, uh, if someone goes missing, yeah, and they digitally age them up, that's how they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what that kid's gonna like. look like. <laughs> Jeez, you can best bet. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, we're glad you had a nice night and a day off. How are things here? Uh, they're all right. Yeah, pretty status quo. Yeah. Shenanigans? Oh. Uh, nope. Nah, nothing. Not a crappy nothing. meeting yesterday. Yeah, pointless meetings, you know. Um, not a usual. single shenan. Did you have a crappy meeting yesterday, Haley? Yeah, yeah exciting, we, had this, eh? we had the same meeting. Sure did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we had the same one yesterday, so. Ginger you missed it. Yeah. Yours oh, might be today. Yours yeah. is going to be today. <laughs> yours is today. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Good times. Why do we yeah, do this job? T- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. God. In a heartbeat, nobody likes us and they don't like what we're talking well, about. Well, so, There you go. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> There's a summary of the meeting. Could have been in an email. Could have been in an email. Well, if, that was an, time. if that was in an email, um, I wouldn't be here this morning. <laughs> There'd be some follow-ups. Yeah, yeah. I just, That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. But hey, it's Friday. Yay, it's Friday. Thank goodness. It's Friday. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're on the plus side of things. For one day. Yay! Uh, Temperature is going to be around four today. Mix of sun and cloud. Uh, Might be a little breezy. And then tonight, um, I don't have a chance. I just have periods of snow. Oh, fun. Yeah, that rolls into tomorrow. Shows tomorrow could just be a snowy day. Uh, Two to four centimeters and windy, gusting to 50 at times. What a wild Saturday. And then um, after Saturday for the next four or five days, we're minus temperatures in the double digits. Yeah, it gets like Ooh. winter cold. I saw for like next week, one of the highs is like minus 16. Yeah, there's some chilly days. Like in there. it's going to oh. be cold. And like night times, like minus 20. Yeah, like what? winter cold. That happened quick. So that's <laughs> disgusting. I know that really sucks. So hopefully it warms up. Mm-hmm. Is this because of our gorgeous? Yeah. Yeah, we're paying for it now. <laughs> would Knowing now what's happened, yeah. would you still make that trade? Yep. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would, Haley. Yeah, it, That's such a nice Yeah, ball. It was enjoyable. It oh, was enjoyable. I got to set up my Halloween decorations. My hands didn't go numb. It yeah. was wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah, September was beautiful. October gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not complaining. I'll take this damn weather. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Traffic is looking good this morning, too, guys. Nothing to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, uh, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Roads coming in this morning. How was the highway, Haley? Oh, she was bare. Bare, there Smooth you go. Sailing. They're uh, beautiful roads today. The treacherous 50th Street. Looking good. Looking good. And they smooth. Smooth. smooth yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's all good this morning, so you guys should be all right. Let's get to the news here for you guys on this Friday, November the 4th. So I was a little bit surprised when I woke up this morning because I went to bed last night after the second period and the Oilers were, well, you know, doing really well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, then I woke up this morning and I was like, what the hell? The New Jersey Devils scored two goals seven seconds apart late in the third to beat the Edmonton Oilers 4-3 last night at Rogers. The Devils have now won five in a row while the Oilers had their winning streak snapped at five. Now the Oilers took the lead into the first just nine minutes and 20 seconds in. Darnell Nurse breaking up a two-on-one sending Zach Hyman and Connor McDavid on a two-on-one the other way and then boom! It was nice. Ma Woods, though, then took advantage of a neutral zone turnover to make it tied at one apiece about three minutes later. Uh, and then, yeah, the Oilers basically brought it up to 3-1. Mm-hmm. Marcy yeah. went to bed. It was looking good, yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, smooth sailing, bedtime. Yeah, I, <laughs> off to bed I go. <laughs> 
What happened? What happened? Well, they got two incredibly quick goals. New Jersey flies around. That was a hell of a game. Yeah. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. New Jersey looks great. And yeah. they hadn't looked good for a long time. So that mm-hmm. was like uh, it was like fun to watch like some exciting hockey. Yeah. Terrible we lost. Mm-hmm. But uh, we didn't lose by much. Not like, you know. At least it wasn't a... We weren't obliterated. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was a... Uh, yeah, it would uh, be nice to beat them at home. be nice yeah. to hold on to that third period lead. That's going to happen sometimes. But they were... Uh, man, that was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Did you stay up really late to watch it? wasn't too late, but yeah, I stayed up to watch her. Oh. They lit, a little late puck drop because they did the... Yeah, Lee Foglin and Ryan Smith. Yeah, yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, inducted into the Oilers Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Yeah, that was really nice. We watched a bit of that. Yeah. Sm- Smitty had a... Some nice yeah, words. this moment there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so did Lee. Lee actually got me a little teared up. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Like, no, he's, he's friends with my dad. So, uh, oh, they're buds. Yeah, oh, so, that's nice. So uh, I was a little... Uh, little uh, mm. uh, <laughs> get you right there? Yeah, especially when he thanked his son for 17 years. That was uh, yeah, yeah. That was something else. The Oilers, who are now 7-4, and four, will host Dallas on Saturday. Uh, the face-off. Uh, no... Face-off time, uh, 2 p.m. There you go. So that's when the game starts. It is an afternoon game. Jim, Ginge hates a matinee, Ugh. but that's what you get on Saturday, buddy. We should go to the game. Well, we'll be. We can't. Why? Because we're at the oh god staff thing. Oh, we can watch some of the game. Yeah. yeah, we can watch the game there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. We better be able to watch the game there. Oh, you'll be able to. You should have TV. I would imagine well, hopefully. so. Hopefully. Oh, I got TVs. Oh, okay. If not, it's kind of close to my place. I'm on that <laughs> side of the city. Right. There you go. Just go home. <laughs> we'll go to my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Just go home. <laughs> well, speaking of hockey and. Um, I guess like Hollywood stars at this point. Ryan Ryan Reynolds is many things. He's a Hollywood star, Canadian, Vancouver icon. He's part owner of the Wrexham AFC, which is a Welsh football team. Fifth tier on the English soccer pyramid. But now it looks like Ryan Reynolds is stirring the pot a little bit with purchasing the Ottawa Senators. What? Oh, that'd be wild. He might be in session with the Senators as a recent report has him linked to possible ownership of the group of the team. Now, apparently, because of following former Senators owner Eugene Melnick passing in March of this year at the age of 62, there's been a lot of speculation about the future of the team's ownership, which currently resides with the Melnick family. And Ryan Reynolds has stepped forward to say, hey, I'm interested. Ryan Reynolds is very interested in buying the Ottawa Senators should the NHL team ultimately be sold. And there's a rumor that it might be beyond the business opportunity. It is important to Ryan Reynolds as well that the team stay in Ottawa. Apparently, if the team does sale or sell, rather talk about relocating Uh, the Ottawa Senators has been swirling around as well. And he would want to keep it there. And he wants to keep it there. That's right. Ryan he's, Reynolds doesn't have like senators money. Well, yeah, he's worth 150 million. <laughs> Obviously, he would like partner with a big investment. Because he partnered with the guy from uh, Sunny, always Sunny, Sunny, always Sunny in Philadelphia to buy the uh, the, yeah, football the football team. Football team. Mac, that that'd have been a much smaller purchase. Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this would be a big purchase. Yeah, I don't know what the value of that team would be, but well, it'd be all the teams now. Like the average price is like damn near a billion for the right? NHL team. At least, Senators would at be least seven fifty. Senators would be lower. Yeah, yeah, but still, but still, it ain't Ryan Reynolds' money. No, so he would partner. Mm-hmm. He'd be a partner in it. Get a whole team of uh, filthy rich people buy the team. 
Yeah. Ryan Reynolds did throw the old thinking emoji earlier this week when asked by an account on Twitter, um, who's of a Senators fan, to, quote, come be our owner. And then, of course, um, Reynolds' Twitter likes feature at least five Senator-related retweets, three of which are directly related to the team being sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to Forbes, as of December 21, yeah. the Forbes ones are a rough estimate. Yeah, yeah. But they've got the Senators at $525 million. Oh, 525. oh that's a bargain. Yeah. Because Reynolds owns the the football team. Yeah. The cell phone company. Yeah. Vodka. Oh, yeah. The vodka. Yeah. Aviation vodka? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, probably, probably something He's probably else. got his hands in a couple other so things. So it'd be like he'd be getting money from all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. I Googled his net worth this morning. It's $150 million mm-hmm. U.S. Damn. Yeah, no kidding. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's, it is possible that it could be Reynolds just doing a little bit of trolling, but everybody is pretty excited if Ryan Reynolds does become part owner of the Ottawa Senators. It is nice that he's uh, reaching out for a Canadian hockey team. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's pretty that's cool. That's nice. Canadian guy. Yeah, so. yeah. That's kind of cool. Speaking of buying uh, sports teams, there's another celebrity that's thinking about getting into the business of buying teams, and that guy is Jeff Bezos. Hmm. Apparently, he's interested in buying the Washington Commanders, the NFL team, and Jay-Z has jumped on board to say, hey, Bezos, I'll buy that with you. So it looks like now that might be a possible joint venture. Hmm. The Rock Nation founder and the Amazon founder are exploring a potential joint bid on the Washington Commanders um, yeah, it looks like uh, that actually might be a go. Wow. That'd be, yeah, uh, because the commanders, if you don't know, Dan yeah. Snyder's their current owner, mm. and he's always in a bunch of hot water. Yeah. Uh, terrible guy from all accounts doing oh. terrible things. Oh. But it's this weird thing where, like, all the NFL owners are probably terrible people. Oh, yeah. probably. And he, he meant, been mentioned that he has dirt on the other ones. In case oh. they ever tried to make him to force a sale, because no really, way, yeah, he's terrible for business because he's up to shenanigans yeah. all the time. So no one and will not force the fun him kind. to sell because they don't want the dirt rolled out. Exactly, oh, exactly. Man. And some owners that are apparently have a, a cleaner record than others aren't shy about uh, talking bad about Snyder. Yeah, but other ones that have a lot of skeletons yeah. that Snyder apparently knows like, about. We love him. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, he's doing fine. I think. <laughs> No way! But, oh, what dirt! So he's holding he it against people. That's that's the that's, that's the rumor yeah. that he's insinuated. But this sale won't be any like Ottawa Senators money. This will be oh well, yeah, this will be billions, yeah. billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, billions. Hmm. Wow. Huh? Do you think he'd sell it? Well, I think he. I think he. I, I guess. I, apparently, he loves owning the team, and that's what they all love. That's like a. Well, it's a. Yeah, it's like well, a nice feather in your cap. My God, to right? say that you own an NFL team. Yeah. That's like the elite of elite. There's only thirty-two of them. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, worth. They, but they they always make money. Like anytime you hear like a lot of sports owners cry like poor about you know the salaries, they always make hundreds of profits. millions. Yes. Yeah, even yeah. the worst teams. Yes. Oh, even yeah, the yeah. worst teams make hundreds of millions of dollars. Like uh, Kate's, he's uh, filthy, filthy rich. Yes. But he probably still walks around. He's he's probably so proud and brags about owning the Oilers. Well, the Oilers, I did, their worth has like surpassed the Flames. Oh, yeah. oh by oh, like, yeah, yeah. they're worth yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. He, he bought them for like high two hundred million or around three hundred million. Man, they're, they're like discount. A, they're like a billy now. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, when a city buys your arena, yeah, it really helps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. It's free money, baby. Free yeah, investment. Free money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, Haley, this story is for you. Ooh. Because I know two things. You like Christmas and you like keg stands. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. Christmas and keg stands. I know, Haley. 
It'll be easier than ever to get hammered this holiday season and face plant into your Christmas tree while your family laughs at you. Now, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to buy this in Canada, but just have a look at it and probably build your own. Miller Lite just unveiled something called a tree keg stand that turns your Christmas tree into a beer serving station. Basically, it's a metal <laughs> table. You yeah. can fit a keg and an ice bucket under. It's got holes on tap on top, so you can feed the tap through the clip, and, or through the um, through the holes, and then clip it to a branch. The top is about <laughs> three feet off the ground. The tree then sits on it, so it's not like a normal stand. But they say it can hold trees up to five feet tall and 150 pounds. Oh my god! I you know one. what? That's not a bad idea because I'm worried about the cat, and this will keep the tree out of the cat's way. Yeah, it'll keep the tree higher. Yeah, sure will. Yeah, give it more stability. That's the reason I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's well, something. What a great idea! I love that the tap's spoken out of the branches. Me too. <laughs> one of the ornaments to. Spend yeah. yeah, you can just walk up to the tree and just pour yourself a pint. Pour yourself a pint. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. They're going to cost you fifty bucks US at treekegstand.com. Uh, if you want one, cross your fingers because there's a limited supply. They're also selling beer ornaments, which are oversized ornaments you can slip a beer into and drink out of. So if you're looking for like a like a uh, I don't know beer holder, a koozie, yeah, whatever. Koozie, yeah. Uh, just walk by the tree, grab it off the tree, mm-hmm. slap your old Miller Light in it, or mm-hmm. whatever you're drinking. It's Miller time. That's right. It sure is, Crash. <laughs> and uh, enjoy the holidays. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, I thought if you're so having too. a party, wouldn't that be hilarious? Yes. If you had a freaking keg under your tree, <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's a present for everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, so gorgeous there you go. and tasteful. <laughs> it's super nice. I'm gonna say it wouldn't be under Mars's fancy tree. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, it will be. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> YOLO. YOLO. Don't even care anymore. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I know that catalytic converters and the theft of them in this city is a really big problem. We're not alone on that, though. Uh, it's happening, actually, all over North America. Catalytic converters are a very popular target for thieves de- these days, to the point where you wonder if some thieves are just stealing cars for the catalytic converters. Mm. They don't even care about the car anymore. Uh, Well, I guess this week in New Jersey, the Justice Department there announced a national takedown of a catalytic converter theft ring. 21 people have been arrested so far. 32 search warrants. Now, stolen catalytic converters are huge business. Officials seized homes, cars and other assets from the ring, totaling $545 $545 million. Whoa, wow. One of the ringleaders was uh, reportedly caught. How did he get busted? His Instagram account. Oh, God. What, he was posting pictures of of well, him, what, cutting them off? He didn't show him cutting them off, but he was wearing jewelry, a necklace with a charm that was shaped like a catalytic converter. <laughs> and he was showing it off on his Instagram. Oh, and then a little investigation into that. Yeah, they had a look. Yep. Oh, oh, God. His name is Navin Lovincana, and he owns a New Jersey auto shop that allegedly bought and resold stolen converters. And he was right in there like a dirty shirt. You never trust anyone wearing a necklace. That has a mini catalytic converter on there, right? You know what they're up to. You know what's up. (laughs) I'm going to say use some of the precious metals that are in these catalytic converters, melted it down. Most likely And made his beautiful necklace. Yes. A tasteful one. (laughs) A a ring worth uh, $545 million, this racket, would have been making a lot of people wealthy. 
aren't you aren't you furious? Because I go to work every what, day. Would have been more than just him. <laughs> yeah, uh, getting paid oh, for yeah. this. When you find out why you got busted. Oh yeah, yeah. Instagram. I'd be like that. Idiot, idiot took us down because of his Instagram post? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Tony couldn't help himself? Yeah. Uh, catalytic converters, I was just curious on the uh, the price of each one. Uh, they range from like 100 bucks on like a basic car to, if you get your hands on a more rare one, can go up to 1200 bucks. That's on the per. secondhand market? What's yeah, a, on the secondhand a, market. In what's the a rare catalytic? I don't know anything about... I'm guessing maybe um, a way more expensive vehicle. Or like bigger vehicles, maybe uh, like oh, trucks, buses, okay. semis kind of thing. They've got the bigger cabinet. Yeah, they would have the big boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put a picture of the necklace <laughs> up in the app there for you guys to go oh, on over and have God. a look. That's terrible. Oh, God. So, like, it wasn't small. Like, no. at first I envisioned like a necklace with like a Pandora charm, yeah. you know, like a little a little buddy. You, That's what I thought. Do you think he treated himself to this after his first hundred million? Sure <laughs> and it's not to say if the guy who owns the shop was like rolling in millions, but he was right. definitely in on it. The whole thing was. The whole thing. And obviously it was making him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Maybe, though, this is. I've never owned a uh, Junkers. Is this, is, this, is this common trade there? Do they get jewelry based on the parts they're selling? Maybe. I've I've spent uh, my fair share of time in scrapyards. Yeah, a lot of the owners never had jewelry inspired by the scrap. They weren't bejeweled. No, hmm. some of them. Uh, we had a family friend that had a scrapyard too, and? a small scrapyard. Yeah, you didn't want to be too un- antique scrapyard. Yeah, you didn't want to be. Well, he did. He had a lot of Renaults and stuff in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of imports. Um, but yeah, he he was covered in jewelry like a lot. That was probably the most jewelry I've seen on a man. Really? What was uh, he wearing? Just like necklaces, bracelets. Bracelets? Yeah, pierced ears. And he just lived out in the bush. As a kid, I'm like, wow, what is this? I bet. Because <laughs> I've never seen a, such a thing like yeah. that before. I didn't know the fellas could. Yo, I had no idea. <laughs> I actually don't really know. I don't know a single... Man, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, who's mm-hmm. like done But up. I don't know any dudes who wear a lot of jewelry. Yeah. I, like, my, my brothers don't. My dad certainly doesn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren would never. No, my dad would never. <laughs> Aiden used to wear a necklace. Yeah. He wore it, like, every single day, and then the class broke, so oh, he hasn't yeah. worn it in a couple of years. Was it, like, years. a thin one or, like, a chain one? It was, like, a chain one. Okay, yeah. Uh, he got it as a gift from one of his buddies in high school who uh, lived in Venezuela and moved ho- away. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. So he wore it for the longest time, and I repaired the clasp a couple yeah. times for him. And Was it eventually... a chain? Did it have, like, a pendant on it? or No, it was just a chain. Just it was, like, chain. multicolored links. Oh, uh, okay. Like, they were gold, white, and silver, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a really nice necklace. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever worn a necklace. Really? For a while, the fellas had the puka shells. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's... Is that jewelry? I don't... Maybe it is. Like, it's an accessory. Yeah, I would say that's basically like sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's jewelry, though. Did you guys wear jewelry in high school? No. Eh. No. no, I guess Crash, you wouldn't. Where would you? Where of, would you get it from? Like, well, yeah, and I, I, but even uh, like uh, any of the other dudes in high school, I can't think of anyone wearing jewelry. Maybe the one pierced ear. Yeah, that some, was some piercings. But yeah, that's about it. That would, yeah, that, that why, that'd be the only thing I've that's seen. That's why you stuck to the leather cuffs. Well, yeah, tasteful leather cuffs. Of course. <laughs> yeah. In case Dodgery ever needed a fifth member, you never know. Never know. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, uh, the gold chain with the cross? Oh yeah, okay. But I, I've never seen that. Like, what? Uh, like in high school? I oh, I see, guess I didn't see anyone wearing that. Yeah, I uh, I had to wear one for a while. Yeah, the cross. Yeah, it was part of my 
I don't know. Whatever. Your, I, your upbringing? Yeah. That was part of the uniform? Uh, no, it was just something that my parents oh, wanted I me to you. wear. I did. Because um, once you leave the building, you still need to be protected. Yeah, protected. <laughs> <laughs> did you wear a big thick chain in high school? No. I'll no. be honest, though. You kind of wish you did. I was, in, I was impressed. Yeah. You yeah. See, you see, uh, you're watching much music, you see some artists with some gold oh, chains on? Bling. Oh, man, look good. I don't know if I can pull it off. No, I, so I'm I doubt glad it. I didn't get my hands on one in hindsight. Yeah, yeah probably. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy was wearing a big catalytic converter piece. <sighs> that, and it's big. Yeah, which is uh, basically the what gave him away. Yeah, it's like a long snake hanging off his It is like neck. a long snake. <laughs> when do the fellas, is that an older man's game, get into like the... Jewels? The rings. Oh, the rings. Outside of a wedding ring. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Like the pinky ring? I guess. Like, maybe? I feel like uh, if you're into certain things, you can cover yourself in more bling. Yes. Right? And it shouldn't be that way, but it is sometimes a bit of a, like, hmm. Like if I rolled in, That's all of a sudden I got like amount of rings. four different rings on. Like you you might not say anything, but I think you talk behind my oh, back. Oh, I think everybody would say something. Oh. We'd be like, why are you wearing all those rings? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what are you doing on your weekends? Yeah. Like you're like a hoodie and jeans guy. Yeah. Or like yeah. a Gymshark sweatshirt yeah. and like and cargo pants. If you came in wearing like really blinged out four rings on it, we'd all have questions. Oh yeah, a clip-on earring. Yeah, we would have some, <laughs> we'd have some questions. The, the earring's fine. Yeah. It's the rings. The rings. That's what trips you up. It just it fe- and un, uh, it's unfair. Yeah, but it, doesn't it feel like maybe like a life of crime? Once you've, yeah, once, a you've, bit. once you've got like more yeah. than one ring on, it it's is like you're unfair. up to no good. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's the Sopranos ruined a force or something, but it feels like. Does it matter the type of ring though? Like, what if I got a bunch of like skulls and like bats? Like, yeah. uh, well, past the thirty first, yeah, that's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, that is suspicious. We're outside of spooky season. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What are you into? Like, you're a big Aussie fan. Like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah, it'd be it'd be weird if I rolled in with that. Even if I wore uh, like a big uh, necklace, like a chain, like yeah, that'd be weird too. It would be weird. Yeah, but because it's just not you, it's not what we know you as. Yeah, but right? wristbands, you probably wouldn't question oh, it. No, not at all. Oh, wristbands. No, I've He's seen you bad. in wristbands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very excited. You're in your element. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Um, maybe it was when you were younger. I feel like in high school we were really like uh, you're, you're trying with some jewelry. Yeah. yeah, I thought the most flashy thing that I had in high school yeah. was my chain wallet, <laughs> where I had like a big oh, shiny yeah. chain hanging off oh, me, yeah. and I'm like, oh, a lot of people are looking at this. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, and it was great because at the end of every class. Uh, the bell hits and all you hear are all the dudes' chains sliding on the chairs. <laughs> Remember, I get that up sound. And going. Remember that sound? I miss it. <laughs> oh, do and I miss it? Some people are stuck in their chairs. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a good time. Oh, yeah. I loved my chain wallet. It was a good time. Did you wear any flashy, anything flashy in high school? Mm, nothing no. I can think of. No, I no. was pretty, pretty low key. Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. have like big chains and stuff. weren't really wasn't a thing anymore. wasn't really a thing when I was in high yeah. school. It was uh, Uggs and leggings. That's oh, what, that was oh my you guys went the other way. You guys went way cash. Yeah, way yeah. cash. You couldn't mm-hmm. hear anybody stand up because everybody was wearing comfy clothes. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Bunch of ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, did you wear um like some flashy jewelry? Looking back on it, maybe maybe it wasn't even jewelry. Maybe it was like the wristbands, like Crash. Yeah. Maybe it was like bandanas. Oh yeah, bandanas. Right? Were like cool when you had a bandana time. covered in like skulls or something. Yeah, you wore that every day. Yeah, 
Oh, we weren't allowed to wear bandanas no, in our Those classic, uh, I don't even know what the pattern would be, but they're just like red and white. Yeah. Whatever. And oh, black yeah. and white Or one. black and white yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We weren't allowed to wear those because the school thought that we were joining gangs. Oh, yeah. And I I'm bet. like, in Sturgeon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's nice schools have come a long way. <laughs> That's right. Our school's in a hayfield. We're not going any crime. There ain't any gangs here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you had a sweet chain wallet. Did did your chain though go like all the way down to the backs of your knees? Some of them oh, did. Yeah, the long really? Boys. Oh, oh yeah, the long yeah. Ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> Some teachers wanted sweet. to ban them. Yeah. I'm like, well, what if someone steals my wallet? That's on you. <laughs> Same reason. That's gang wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was deemed that it could be used as a weapon. Well, yeah. At one point in our school. Because you can swing it around? Yeah, you could take it off and, like, I guess whip someone with your chain. <laughs> yeah, It never happened, but... Maybe you wore those big, chunky necklaces that had, like, the beads all through them or the puka shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you wear it today mm-hmm. to work? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> a puka shell? <laughs> can you even get your hands on them? <laughs> I think you'd look good in a puka shell. I'm not no, gonna lie. no, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah, with those dark features, you could pull it off. Yeah, you could pull it off. Oh, yeah. Really stand yeah. up, really yeah, have bra. some punch. Like, Ging- yeah. Ginger would look like way trying hard. Mm-hmm. You with your longer, like, surfer hair, it's yeah. you, you could go surfer vibe. Well, I'm you gonna do it. I'm gonna start assembling your guys' Christmas gifts, and everyone's gonna get puka shell necklaces. <laughs> it's gonna be, It'll be a whole gift basket of bad things. <laughs> it's gonna be gorgeous. It's wallet chains, uh, leather wristbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. The, everyone's getting wristbands. <laughs> it's like the Gen X basket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Snap bracelets. Oh yeah. I'm here for it. You guys are gonna love it. <laughs> All right, let's take a trip down memory lane. Or you know what? Hey, maybe you've got it on this morning. You've been yeah, wearing sure. it since grade eleven. Yeah. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Love to hear from you and hear about all your wares, all your, your, wares. your jewels that you were wearing in high school. Your flashy wares. Um, and you know what? Hey, maybe you're wearing them now, but we we kind of took it down like uh, because none of us wear a lot of flashy jewelry now. Mm. But when we were when you're expressing yourself as like someone in high school as a teen, you know, you find things find ways to do that yeah. and in Crash's case it was through chain wallets and leather wristbands I thought the most mind-blowing thing in my high school was when uh, there was a girl that came in with um, uh, big gauges in her ear oh yeah oh I remember I when the like, gauges blew my mind too what is that now, now they're like now they're mainstream <laughs> oh yeah 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 but man when I know when they started doing that when I was a teen too I was yeah. like Body modification, right? Yeah, and it was like a big one. Like they, yeah. it was like the wooden ring. Yeah, I'm like, holy crap! How did that happen? Those were the kids who, like, a regular piercing didn't phase their parents. Were like, oh, I got to step this up. Like yeah. they didn't want to do that to their parents. No. Like they had to keep doing it until yeah. the parents were like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna get some attention because some of the gauges, like you stretch it out and then you put something else in there, like another ring that's hanging. I'm like, yeah. wow! <laughs> oh my god, intense. Yeah, it's pretty good. Backwoods Manitoba me didn't see anything like that. No. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was shocking. Yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, do you remember when we went through the duct tape phase? Oh, God, yes. We, we would put duct tape on our pants. We would make jewelry out of it by putting it around our wrists. You had to have the duct tape wallet. Duct tape the wallets. wallet. Yeah. Mm. We had the duct tape phase ripped through our school, but it was around uh, grad time. People oh. were making dresses and suits out of duct tape. I remember that being in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish we would have had the wallet. <laughs> Did, uh, but it was like tasteful duct tape. Like all the, uh, like, because you, you can get the pattern duct tape. Yeah, the tape. different patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it <laughs> wasn't just a couple on the nippies and like, <laughs> no. 
But we should probably should. I saw there was some impressive dresses and uh-huh. suits, but like we probably should have stopped at the wallets. Mm. Like it's an, it's an impressive feat of engineering what yeah, you've you're done. Right. Yeah, but I mean, or like on. one person does a dress, one person does a suit. Mm-hmm. Great, we could say it's been done. Yeah, but not like everyone. Not everyone. Yeah, yeah, not everyone. Mm. Um, also, um, this text here, people are really remembering what they went into. Uh, says, look at this one. It's a uh, picture of a necklace. Yeah. And Jasmine says, does anyone remember these? It was the standard necklace that was a black rope. Yes, and then you would the cus- customize your word or with other beads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beading was big. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was into beading as a kid. Right. Were yeah. you? I had stacks upon stacks upon stacks of Tupperware with beads. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And like your... Uh, like it was good to give to your lover. Oh yeah, right. It was such a, a such a perfect gift if you're dating someone. Beads, a bead bracelet or something with their name on it. Mm-hmm. You know what's oh, wild yeah. is like when I was in like junior high. Um, it was like everybody was giving their like junior high boyfriends and girlfriends mm. like legit rings and necklaces. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. You that would was go to the freaking jewelry store. Yeah. And like at like fourteen, You're, yeah, you find the most like cheap ass stuff. Oh, of yeah. course, it was super you can't cheap. Can't afford but anything, but yeah, you you buy it. Like Walmart jewelry counter, that was fantastic. Oh yeah, I don't know if the teens are still. I'm gonna say they're not. Probably not. Are they doing names? Do names matter anymore? Mm. Like wearing your name because that was a big thing. Mm. with Jasmine texted here with like the name on the necklace. That was important. Oh yeah, to have your name hanging right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we do. I don't see too many names hanging off people anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't really either. I like there's just the letter. Although you know what, Sex in the City kind of brought that back because Carrie wore a, ne- wore a necklace that's a Carrie. Oh. Carrie necklace. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. love more than anything in the world. Would you want a necklace though that says Mars? Yeah, I would actually. <laughs> so everybody freaking knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So everyone Same knows. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. Uh, this text here says, uh, "Hey guys, I was also into beading. I used to make a ton of necklaces mm-hmm. and bracelets for my friends. We would make them super big, chunky. One bead that I got was probably the size of a loony, but a circle. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah that's what's really big nice. Dial hanging from you. All the necklaces too, like with the beads, were leather strips, right? Yeah." Because they're just easy to tie or whatever. That and they were tough. So they wouldn't, like, if they got caught on That's something, true. they wouldn't yeah. break. Yeah. If you were minimalist, you could just wear the leather strip, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like my Chris Angel era. Oh, I yeah. could have pulled that off. <laughs> if you're in those commercials, the rest of your friends, yeah. you just wear the leather. Yeah. Because if you're wearing the beads, like, what's the lifespan of some beaded jewelry? Uh, 10, 12 days? Yeah. Like, right. it always, right? It always. Oh, yeah, Something's yeah. going off there. Part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, guys, I had a quarter pound gold chain in my late teens. Whoa. Looking back, it was absolutely ridiculous. What was I thinking? I hate to price one of those out these days, though. That's a hearty chain. Yeah, that's a big one. Like a the, the chain itself, or was it something hanging off the chain? Because I'm just picturing like a, a hearty chain. Oh, I'm going to say it was just the chain, because you know those like really thick like gold... Yeah, but they're like decorative, aren't they? Like for uh, like you uh, wore a chain at one point. You had a decorative chain. What do you mean by decorative? Or a fashion chain? Oh for yeah, one of your outfits that you wore. Oh yeah, but I got that. Ago. It was like it was like I got that at like Zara and it yeah, was like so it was eighteen dollars or whatever. Or yeah, it was plastic. Yeah, hmm. and but it this, wasn't Halloween. This guy was no, and it was. <laughs> Crash was amazed that it wasn't Halloween. <laughs> Chains outside of Halloween. <laughs> yeah, uh, this text here. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, no name on it. It says, hey, guys, I also wore a gold chain with a cross, and I don't know why I did it. 
The cross, though, however, was about eight inches tall. Oh, no. I'd be worried with something like that long uh, that if you bent over, like you could kind of poke yourself with it. No. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't happen like that, but or when it's when you're leaning over and it's swinging, you stand up, and goes boom, it smacks oh, you in the you're chest. You're working on yeah. something and a oh. JC's swinging it all oh. over. <laughs> when you're a chain guy or chain gal, because you yeah. see like a lot of times you'll see like your favorite artist, they'll wear chains, several chains, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it looks incredible on music video. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. but in like day to day, yeah, like when you're. Do you cha- wait, they didn't, at the end of the night when you're heading to bed, your chains have like a special hook? You put them in the jewelry box? I think some people just sleep with them. No. Oh, you can't sleep with your chain. No, I put oh. all my stuff. I had like a jewelry box for it. Yeah, yeah. Or like a necklace tree or a jewelry yeah. tree. Something. I, uh, question. Um, uh, I don't. I don't have a hairy chest. I have a couple. Couple nipple hairs. That's yeah. about it. Um, when you wear jewelry, yeah. like as a dude, yeah. does it rip out your chest hair? Sometimes, right? like a chain. Yeah, if you yeah, have a big, yeah, if you have a chain, a necklace yeah, of any sort, would. and it's tucked under your shirt, yeah. like if you go like this, isn't there a chance that it's ripping hair out? Well, so I had a bracelet that used to rip my arm hair out. Mm. Was it the little metal one? Yes, yes, the charm bracelet. Yes, I had that too. And they would pinch, right? Oh, and then yeah. they pull all your hair out. I'm honestly surprised that I don't have a bald patch on my wrist yeah. from all my hair being ripped out constantly. Yeah. Oh. So I would imagine if it's doing that to yeah, our arm hair, it's gotta it would be do ripping. that to like chest You got a couple hair, of chesties, right? Yeah, and the the irony is too, like there's nothing better a gold chain looks against than like a just a full, <laughs> right? Oh, well, yeah. it does. Don't you picture that when you picture a gold oh, chain? Yeah. yeah, anyone with chest hair kind of yes. has to have a gold chain. Firstly, undo those buttons. <laughs> Drop it down. Why are you hiding it? <laughs> That's right. And get a chain on that Pop chest. It out. <laughs> uh, Daniel in St. Albert says, Hey guys, I'm a big hairy dude. Yeah. My chain does not rip my chest hair out. Pretty oh, lucky. Have they advanced like uh, chain necklace technology to not pull hair? Maybe. And Dan, don't stop there. What kind of chain you're rocking, man? Yeah, man? that's right. And show that chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Photos are didn't uh, happen. That's right. Uh, this text here says, Hey guys, when I was a teen, we wore friendship pins. I remember these. They were made from safety pins with beads on them. You would mm-hmm. pin them to your shoelaces. Did you do those? Yep. Yeah, we did those too. I remember oh. that. No, we didn't have So that. yeah, you would make like a like, you know, a pin. Mm-hmm. Beads. It was cute. There's a, uh, someone posted a picture of these silicone bracelets. Oh, I had a ton of jelly oh. bracelets. Did you ever wear those, like, that many? Oh, yeah. I had them from my wrist to my elbows. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, my full forearm was So, like, up. if you were getting ready for school, it's just one after another, like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had them set up where I could just, like, squish my little hand and just go, whoop, and get oh. them all on. The, wow. the rumor was too. Oh the, yeah, the different colors meant different things. But oh, but oh that yeah, I was, forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Was that? Did anyone like? No one was checking. Uh-huh. Like you can't wear that color. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But that was the that was the big thing. You check out what people had was, on their arm. Did it mean like how many times? Well, or like in different things. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Color. I don't. Know. I have no idea. But I, I've seen a lot of people wearing them in high school. Okay. Let me see here. Jelly bracelet color meaning. Yeah. Okay. Pink. Indicates the wearer is willing to give a hickey. <laughs> really? Oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. Yellow indicates the wearer is willing to hug you. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are not good bracelets. No. Purple indicates the wearer is willing to kiss. Clear indicates the wearer is willing to whatever happens, happens. Wow, anything goes. Yeah. Green indicates um, the oral. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love how she's going to like dance around it for a second. She's just like, <laughs> no, it, is, it is what it is. After my meeting yesterday, I have to. Stop complaining. Good God. 
<laughs> You're wasting our time. Wait. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to edit everything I say now. Oh God. Um. Brown no, indicates. Keep going through this list. <laughs> Brown yeah. indicates something I can't say on the radio. Well, but I, I, I would have yesterday. I yeah. would have yesterday, not today. Backside. The brown. Oh, I thought oh, that I was the black one. No, that one's. Uh... Haley's like, I use no, the black like, one for that. No. <laughs> I had all of the bracelets and all the different colors. And then after like a couple months, one of my girlfriends told me yeah, that yeah. there was meanings behind them. Mm -hmm. I never wore them again. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was like, I had no idea. I just thought they were cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know they had meanings. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh. neither did I. But I didn't wear yeah, them. I didn't, really, I I didn't know about this them. either. Yeah. Glow in the dark indicates... Can't say on the radio. What is oh, no. Can't let us guess. I would have said it yesterday, but I can't today. Can you mime it? Yeah. Is, is yeah, it, mime it. Oh, like shake weight. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like a, a loose fire hose. Gosh, oh, so oh, yeah, I, got you. I just want to know why it's moving around. <laughs> because it's turned on. Oh, I see. <laughs> Powerful. Oh yeah, it's a fun uh, electronic toy. Glittery, glittery blue. Yeah, means you're leaving out the back door. Mm, yeah. Gold means all of the above. Damn. 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 So really, someone could just wear the gold, and that's it. I like, yeah. Say less. Meanwhile, it's a family gift. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Silver or gray means take it outside. Mmm. Little outdoor activities. Yeah. What a tough thing to like. You'd have to carry around like your little decoder. Oh, probably came with a cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me see what she's. Oh, my. <laughs> you hold it up. You're like, hmm. Is that green or blue? Yeah. Or turquoise. Oh, no. Turquoise is not on here. I'll yeah. take my chances. Yep. Haley <laughs> had all the colors. Yeah. Had them all. I, I thought they were fashion. I know. Yeah. I did too. Yeah, the whole rainbow. I, I think I had them all too, Haley. You're not alone. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, you were rocking a chain, uh, but you ended up getting it stuck in something? Uh, yeah, I uh, I made sure I got one of those really thick, big chains. I actually went to KD and Tire and got them to cut me out a couple of pieces. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, yes. You know, the tiny little, little tiny little skinny one. I made mine pretty much pulled down my pants. So uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> one morning I was heading to school and I went to switch buses sat down at the bus stop and my chain got stuck in between the wooden flats of the bus stop. No. And I couldn't get out. Oh, so no. Went, Did the bus yeah, pull up? Oh, yeah. The bus pulled up. Bus left. I'm still there yanking. I missed my bus. I was late for school. It took me about 20 minutes to get unstuck. Yeah. Those, those damn chains would <laughs> get caught know. everywhere. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it was for the fashion. It wasn't about practicality. Exactly. But, like, but Jackie, you're like your your wallet wasn't like the regular chain. Like you said, you got those the big <laughs> ass from Canadian from tire. Canadian yeah, tire. It was, it was it was pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet you look pretty badass. That's right. I did. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I yeah. love it. I love it. I you got Jackie. Bring it back. Where to work today? <laughs> oh no! Shane got caught on her phone. I did. <laughs> it's too big, Jackie. She went to reach for it. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So Crash was just talking about possibly some snow over the weekend, and we all know that winter driving is back in Alberta. It came in fast and it came in strong. And they say this is most likely to stick around until Easter. So oh, in other words... Easter? This is it? Get used to it. <gasps> what? Yeah. Well, I thought we would at least get like one more melt. No, I don't think so. I think this is it, guys. It literally just came in that one day done. Yeah. It, we're winter now. Yep. 
Wow. So with these ski hills opening up early as well, we talked about Sunshine was is already open. I think Marmot's opening up on the 10th. Louise is opening up tomorrow. Yeah. People are going to be out on the highway. So experts are saying, listen, um, make sure that you are watching the weather and that you know about Alberta and the highway driving. Uh, apparently, uh, Parks Canada has taken a number of measures to mitigate the risks, especially on that um, Highway 93. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's a pretty bad one because mm. that's that um, bound to Jasper route, right? Yeah. 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 They, they had Parkway. three satellite emergency phones. Oh. Wow. So I guess like if you're because you don't get cell phone service through there. No, they. Uh, yeah. Because that's like yeah. heading. That one's heading south, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, it immediately. It's the north south corridor there. Yeah, the that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and immediately just like there's signs and it's like no communications for X amount of kilometers and it's like a couple hundred kilometers. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. And we've driven that one at night in a blizzard and they they cut the road. They shut the road down behind us and we had a bus barreling down on our ass. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I think we were going to Panorama. We were going to Panorama. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, if you are going to be, you know, heading out at any time this winter because yeah. it's Alberta and we get wintry weather. Here's what you need to put in your vehicles. You guys extra warm clothes, mm-hmm. winter tires. You should have those on. Mm-hmm. You should have a shovel in your car sand or even kitty litter in order to like get you out of situations does anyone literally have like the whole kitten caboodle like no. we don't we don't have sand we don't have no, a shovel we have sure some nerds do <laughs> i like, usually do like even if you guys go out on like if you're driving like to work in the morning uh not usually um but when we used to drive up to fort mac we would pack everything really oh yeah yeah because we would usually go up in my car and that highway going up to fort mac uh, fort mcmurray mm-hmm. it's Treacherous. Yeah, I've never time. done it. I've never done it. Oh, we've driven that road back in uh, the middle of a blizzard where mm-hmm. it was like whiteout conditions. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't see the road, and my car, same color as the snow. Oh, wonderful. So people like couldn't <laughs> they wouldn't see, see me. Yeah. Oh, we were having issues with passing people. It was horrible. Oh, what a drag! So we always, always, always bring an emergency kit because that's a big stretch of highway. Did <laughs> you have the single tea light candle like Gingy had that warmed him and his buddy? I think we had like a, a birthday candle. Oh, oh someone's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, birthday candle. Like you get your roadside kit and it's got your flashlight. Yeah, it's got that tinfoil blanket. Yeah. yeah. But are you were you legit carrying sand? No. Yeah, see, no one's. Yeah, like bags of sand or cat litter? Not no. really, no right? Sand. We have cat no. litter now. I'm just going to put a little Ziploc bag in my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess if you got that half ton, a lot of people put sand over the I guess the over the wheels. Yeah. Sure, throw some weight in there. But I don't think anyone's putting in their trunk for, for no, traction. No, I don't think so either. I think the only time, no. Did we put any weight in your uh, Toyota Echo? Oh, we did in the Echo, yeah, because the Echo flew all around. Also, I didn't have winter tires because I couldn't afford them. That's true, yeah. I'm so like, you know what? I, fix it, sandbags. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I went to Home Depot and got two bags of sand. Yeah, we put some sand in there. It did fix it, sort of. I think so. She was a rear wheel drive? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> what are you t- I know. No. I just wanted to add some weight to this little car. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't want it inside the car. I didn't want it inside, so it went in the trunk. Yep. Front wheel drive. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bonnie says, hey, guys, good morning. We got stuck in that area, 93 kilometers, without, or Highway 93, without cell service for 12 hours. Oh, remember what happened to us? Uh, it yeah. wasn't cell service. Um, uh, I was, I, were we driving the Ram? I think we might have been in the round, but um, my washer fluid ran out. Oh, oh no. And like 30 minutes and it was like slush central. Oh. 
I my windshield was so dirty. I had my window down and I was leaning out. My face and my whole side of my body was covered from like semis splashing me. Yeah. Um, we had water bottles that we were rationing. I would mm-hmm. have the sunroof open and I would go and then turn the wipers on on like every turn. Um, we couldn't stop. Because no. there was just so much traffic. And, like, and why would you? What are you going to do? Well, you still have to go. I was the window, but yeah. that was pointless because it would get dirty two minutes later. Yeah, it's a scary game. Oh, my God. That was awful. Every time I pop a hood of a vehicle I've owned, I yeah. always think, oh, they could have made that washer fluid reservoir bigger. Yeah. Right? Look at all this mm. wasted space. Yeah, Thank right? Thank you. Yeah. Give me I, like 12, 16 liters in there. I know. I could have used so much more. That's another thing that everybody should go buy. Washer fluid and uh, stick it in the yeah, trunk I picked of your up car. Some yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a terrifying ride. Doing those turns literally blindly, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, I carry everything in my truck. I moved to Calgary six months ago from Vancouver. Well, good morning, Calgarian. I live in an, uh, on Vancouver Island. I lived in an area where there was no cell service between towns for 200 kilometers. Mm. Oh, so you had cell service in your town on Vancouver yeah, Island. and then boof, gone. Yeah. But as soon as you hit the road, it was gone for two hours. It's funny how, like eight years ago, obviously we didn't care. But because it wasn't an option. But yeah. now we're like, oh my God, no cell service. And like anxiety just rolls in. Well, yeah. What happens if something happens? Yeah. But like think back in the day, like Haley, you didn't really have to deal with it. No. But like we, we drove oh, yeah. quite we, far we without any sort of connection. No, nobody cared. <laughs> We've gone soft. We have gone soft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, uh, I just moved here. Yeah. And uh, I'm considering putting a bag of sand in my car. I'm terrified of the weather, LOL. Mm. Oh, you know what? If you're just driving around, just get winter tires. You don't need to. Sand is cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You can swing it, though. If you can swing it, get the winter tires. Mm. Have you ever had to use... Yeah, because you mentioned that 93's got dead spots. 93 to Radium's got dead spots. Yeah, yeah. Highway 1 between, like, Golden and Revelstoke has dead spots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They used to have those... I'm guessing it's those satellite phones Mars was talking about. Oh, the emergency. Even on Highway 2, I feel like, in, like, early 2000s, before cell phones were everywhere, they had the emergency phones. Like the phone box, yeah. When When you pick that thing up, does it, like... Go right to nine one one, or is do you, is there like is there like a keypad you can call anyone? I don't know. You I've never stopped. I've never done it. I wonder. I'm gonna say it's probably it connected to an operator. It probably and is. they're like where uh, where are you? What you what would you help? like? What do yeah. you need? Yeah. Do you need nine one one? Do you need us to call like someone else? Those, I don't know. Do we have operators anymore though? Probably not. I don't. I would know. imagine it's all automated. Would you Would you know who to call? For the operator, no. <laughs> that's a great no. But let's that's a great point. Let's say your phone's dead. Yeah, you, you who do do you know a number? Yes, like I, I'd call my dad. I'd be like, "What do I do?" I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would call Mars, but she'd be beside me. I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, so who, who, do, you, do you know any other no, phone numbers? No. Oh yeah, I know Hayden's phone number. Yeah. I know my mom's phone number, and I know the station phone number. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, honest, <laughs> come get me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that I would call my dad, seeing how like. I should. I'm at an age where I shouldn't call my call dad. Your dad. Yeah, probably call, call my dad. He'll learn on the job. He enjoys road trips. Oh, I know he does. Yeah, he loves driving. Yeah, because you know whose phone number your dad has? Crashes. Well, I know. And then yeah. he'll crash. We're like, no, he's here. No, my dad would get in that big giant boat of a vehicle that he yeah. just bought, that seven seater. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I'll be there in three hours. Uh, All right, dad. Bring food too. You got Me six too. friends. I got room for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys want to go to bath? We'll get you there. We'll find some more in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, guys, I've used those. Those emergency phones on highways are connected to highway maintenance. Oh. Uh, and from there, they'll get you routed to wherever you need. Highway oh. maintenance. So it would be like tow trucks and stuff. Uh. Do we have regular access to highway maintenance? 
Uh, like, can we, as a, like a civilian, if I get stuck on the highway, can I call highway maintenance? Probably not. It's um, probably an exclusive number. Oh, I got to get my hands Another on person that. said they pulled over uh, in BC and it was the nearest police station. Oh. Hmm. But even then, what are the cops going to do if it's impassable? Well, I guess they get uh, the, the old cruiser out, throw the cherries on. Yeah. Come to my rescue. Just because you got cherries. Well, they come pick cruiser. you up. I don't know. At least they could do. Or they'd be like, you're wasting our time. I'd be like, this is a number that's connected. This text here, 56789, says, Good morning, guys. Last winter, I was driving from Viking back to Edmonton. It was raining, but minus five. Mm -hmm. I thought my new windshield shattered, but it wasn't. It would freeze up and ice over as I was driving. I've never seen that in my entire life. Wow. I thought my vehicle's heat would thaw it, but it was sketchy. Gotta put that defrost on, baby. Yeah. We had a fog issue. Remember that? I like remember a, the that. inside of the glass was uh, fogging up. Oh. And we're like, what the? And it was like dead of winter, bitterly cold. And it just, it was only in certain spots. Yeah, like that's right. We come uh, off a big hill, go into like a valley, and then whew, every, all glass in the vehicle would just fog up. Yeah, there's a weird atmosphere <laughs> inside the right? cabin sometimes. Even like in the winter, yeah. if your windshield's clear, it required no scraping. Yeah. Once you start driving, whew, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like you gotta stop breathing yeah, or like something. What's happening? What I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I'm like so, the fan is on. Yeah. <laughs> Do your work. <laughs> <laughs> Heather from Mournville says, years ago, we were visiting my dad in Whitehorse. We were driving uh, up to Alaska and just outside of Whitehorse, we passed a big sign that said, quote, you are now leaving the 911 zone. That was terrifying. It kind of is, right? No help. Just no a help. calling card for murderers. <laughs> You're on your own. just waiting behind the side. Yeah. <laughs> Licking their lips. Oh, we got another. <laughs> like, if I had a taste for it, isn't that where you'd head? Yeah, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Michelle says, hey, guys, I work in the oil field, and the at the abandoned ones, there's no cell phone service. It's pretty normal. Mm. So you would carry a satellite phone or a spot reader. But when I was young, cell phones weren't a thing. So you'd go out into the bush to these uh, abandoned oil fields carrying tools, and if you got stuck or broke down, you had to get yourself out. There's oh. no one to call. Well, when I think back, like uh, me as a kid, uh, I would take my snowmobile out and just go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I got stuck so many times. I fell through the ice. I got stuck in a ditch, and I'm there fighting with my sled for hours on end. I hit a culvert once. And oh. no one's around. And you had no cell phone. No cell phone on me, and I just had to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you make it this far in life? I know, it's surprising, oh right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> just or, had to not die. Or maybe, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just don't die. That was the goal in life. Or maybe that was good because you learned how to fix your sled. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if you did have a sat phone, those like uh, portable satellite phones, yeah. you see them in the movies sometimes, and they look like an old school like 1988 cell phone. They're gigantic. Oh, the big yeah. boys, yeah. Are they still like, if you have a satellite phone? Is it just a regular cell phone that's got a better signal, or are they still huge and gigantic? I don't know. You think it would have slimmed down in size, but I feel it's like they probably didn't put phone. much technology into it. I don't know. Like I have, a, there's probably not many inv- advancements. I can, I can honestly say I've never used a satellite phone. No, yeah. me neither. I, I have no idea. Oh, like, they look like a walkie-talkie. Oh. Oh. So they're still clumsy. Like, they're still big? Yeah, but not like as thick not as like your brick. old uh, eighty-eight lawyer's car phone. Oh yeah, but yeah. they're yeah they're don't they don't look like a regular phone that's for sure, mm. and expensive. Oh, I bet. Although if I have a satellite phone, I want people to know I have a satellite. I bring phone. it up. Yeah, you look at the <laughs> You guys can reach us in Spain if you need. Don't worry, I'm bringing the sat phone. The sat phone. Yes. <laughs> That's right. We'll be in. Uh, we'll be in Paris, but uh, don't bother with my cell. Just call my sat phone. <laughs> Someone said the new iPhone has an SOS satellite option. Does it really? 
It'll be on the boat when we're diving. That's yeah. right. Yes. Just call. Our dive master will answer. <laughs> what do you awesome. think you're paying for a sat phone? Like for like the monthly. Oh my God. I bet you that's a lot. Or do you just pay per call? Uh, well, you'd still have to pay to be connected to the network. Is it like 98 rules where like you can only call between like five and nine? Right. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's outrageously expensive. Only when the satellites align. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, lots of people are texting and saying the new iPhone 14 can make a satellite call. What? So if you're out on the highway with oh. no... Uh, it can connect to a satellite? No service, yeah. Oh. That's cool, man. Oh. That's very cool. But does it get service in your basement? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, no, we talked about that here. It does not get service unless you're in your great room up in the corner behind yeah, yeah, your... standing by the tower. Yeah, that's right. Here in Alberta, <laughs> it's tough. All right, guys, don't forget Daylight Savings Time ends this Sunday at 2 a.m. And do your best to really savor that extra hour of sleep you're gaining. Um, because, well, it's the, we only get it once a year. After that, we spring ahead. Now, Ginger, you were asking if Alberta is going to follow suit if the states yes. pass it. Yes. So I did a little research last night and um, to see where the Americans are at with this whole daylight savings time stuff. And here's what I got for you. So back in March, the Senate passed the Sunshine, Sunshine Protection Act that would make daylight saving time permanent. So the next time we spring forward, or they spring forward, um, they might not spring back. But mm-hmm. it looks like that still might be a ways away. Here's where they stand down south of the border. The House of Representatives has not voted on the bill. And until it's passed in the House, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And it still stays shifting those clocks. A report back in July said that the whole daylight savings time, quote, hit a brick wall in the House based on, quote, Fundal disagreements over its language, Mm. whatever that means. So now it's on the back burner of things because other things are more pressing, like inflation. Even if the House does pass the bill, the president then still has to sign off on it. And it's not clear on whether or not President Biden will do that. So what side is he on? Well, I don't know. He is up there in age. No, they t- they tend to not like change. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say he's not going to sign it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. ran into the thing here, too, where even those of us that agree that we got to stop changing these clocks yeah. don't agree what time we should lock in. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's we're, true. We're, we're team daylight savings. Yes, we are. Yeah. Stop it now. Stop it right now. Yeah. Do not fall back. Yeah. We stay this time forever. Yeah. Yeah. Lock it ever. in. Yeah. I agree. But some want to lock in. I know. At the fall back. It was kind of like 50 50. There were some of our colleagues that wanted to. Yeah, we were was, split was down the middle. Disgusted. So was I. <laughs> Not friends with them anymore. We, no. were, we were divided. It's changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> it has. So, um, is the state's going to do it? Ginger, you were asking that the other day. That's what I found for you. Because once they do it, we'll. we'll, we'll, we'll majority follow suit. Yeah. 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 We'll have to wait and see. So mm. that being said, 2 a.m. Sunday, that's when all the clocks fall back. And then we're going to spring forward again this spring. Mm. Okay, guys, we all know who the richest member of InSync is, right? Uh, the richest member of InSync. Shouldn't well, you have to think yeah. about it. Uh, oh, uh, Justin Timberlake. There you Sorry. go. There you okay. go. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> was he in InSync or was that Backstreet Boys? <laughs> I know. I threw, I threw a wrench in there for you. Yeah, all right, all right. But Haley brings up a good point. Who is the richest Backstreet Boy? Hmm. Uh, Joey Fatone? I don't know that's any insane, of their names. Oh. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> we got Nick, we got AJ, we got Howie. Howie? And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It ain't Howie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got Brian and Kev. I Big feel, Kev. Brian I feel Kev. like AJ's, uh, he's been in the news. AJ's he's, in the news. Okay. What's he in the news for? I don't know. He just pops up. Oh, okay. He just like, he's doing stuff, doing yeah. celebrity stuff. Okay. It would have to be, I'm going to say Nick. 
I'm going. I'm going. Put Nick, it, Carter. Nick who? Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Oh, Nick Carter. What is Nick? Chips and Nick. Oh, okay. So you got Brian, Howie, Kevin, Nick, and AJ. Uh huh. Did you want to guess one, or do you just want to? Like, I honestly have no idea. You have who's no in idea. Haley uh, doesn't even I'll, know who's in the band. I'll, I'll, I'll pick AJ. You'll go AJ. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you guys. Neither of you are correct. <gasps> really? As it's a matter Howie. of fact, <laughs> there's no possible. Way. As a matter of fact, Crash, AJ comes at the bottom. Oh, really? Number five, AJ McLean. He's worth $30 million. Is he the one with the vibrant, like, chin strap, soul patch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why I got a bond for <laughs> <Yeah>. AJ. <laughs> that's a good look. <laughs> he needs to bring that back. That's a lot of money. Uh, right? I thought so, too. So he's worth $30 million. Obviously, a lot of that is through the music. But he also makes money on the side selling vape juice. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And a nail polish line that he says is inspired by his two daughters. So he's selling nail polish and vape juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, number four, Nick Carter. There's Gingy's guess. He's worth $35 million. He does some acting. He's appeared on several reality shows as well, including Dancing with the Stars and The Masked Singer. Hmm. So there you go, Nick Carter. Number four, Kevin Richardson. Big Kev. Worth $40 million. Oh, wow. Hmm. Apparently, most of his money made in the music. He does some modeling, and apparently he's a stage actor as well as a side hustle. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Number two, there's Howie. Wow. Howie Doro, $40 million. What is he, how is he worth so much? He took his Backstreet Boys money. He's a real estate developer. Oh, he's got real estate vibes. Does he? You got a picture of him there? Yeah, here, I'll throw one up. It ain't boy band vibes. No. Like, does he look like he'd be on one of those, like, uh, like multi-million dollar real estate shows on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, he could totally be on a Netflix real estate oh, show. Oh, yeah, he's got real estate vibes, yeah. right? Yeah, he totally does. Mm-hmm. And then the number one, Brian Littrell. $45 million. What's Brian doing? Christian music. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yeah, he went into the Christ- Christian music scene, and that's where he started making uh, all of his cash. Well, you get such a big name like him in the Christian rock, yeah. Christian music world. Oh, my God. Well, yes. and they have all the songs right there. Like, you can go South Park style. Just take all the girls out of the Backstreet Boys songs and put in the word Jesus. That's right. And yeah. then, yeah, then you're, you're, yeah. you're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> now, if you're wondering who is the richest, I guess, guy under 30 who is a superstar right now mm-hmm. um, just a little side note here I don't think this is a surprise to anybody Harry Styles is now considered the richest man under 30 in the UK oh wow good for him because it used to be what Ed Sheeran uh, Ed Sheeran but Ed Sheeran's over 30 oh oh, yeah. oh Ed Sheeran's old yeah. now yeah yep. he, he did take that uh, he took that spot from Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran is worth I don't know he's what like this, half a billy isn't he well it's 236.5 oh. million pounds so yeah yeah because <sighs> so he keeps he, buying all the property around his castle 400 million probably <laughs> and it irritates all the neighbors <laughs> 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 he's got like a couple castles <laughs> Why wouldn't you, though, right? Yeah. (laughs) How old? Yeah, Ed is... How old's Ed? He's 31. I didn't know he was over 30. Yeah, he's over 30 now. Uh, Harry Styles is 28 years old. Mm. What's what's Harry worth? Uh, Harry is worth 116 million pounds, so probably about 230. 
Hmm. Good for him. Wow, that's wild. And climbing. He's still on that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We got many more years of Harry. When, oh, yeah. I was never big into 1D. Oh, uh, They were really marketed to you like towards molding? me. You missed uh, out. Was, was it clear <laughs> at the time that Harry was... Yes. I was going to say, even I know that. Yeah. Oh, oh did, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Did he stand out? He was the leader. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because I thought they were a little more equal. Like, when it came to, like, like in sync, mm. it was like JT saying, AJ saying a bit, but that's it. Not oh, AJ, no. sorry. Uh, there was a hierarchy. Like, with the, a, with the Jonas Brothers, like, did Nick stand out? Or mm. was there, well, is there a Nick? A yeah, there's a Nick Jonas. Yeah. Or was Joe it Jonas was Joe. that was to stand out? Yeah. Yeah. But even in, like, in sync, like, JT was the star. Yeah, that's when he was like yeah. obvious. There's, it was it, obvious. It was obvious in one direction because they all did their solo thing. Yeah, like when JT left oh, yeah. the band, like JT went solo. Yeah, and they, I think they dabbled. The other guys d- dabbled in some solo stuff, yeah, but I don't. Like, we played them all. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did because there's like that nail, nail horn, oh, Nile horn, Nile yeah. horn. Yeah, <laughs> there was the, who was oh the who was the bad boy? Uh, there was Louis, Niall, Liam. Liam. Was it Liam? No. Uh, and Zane. One more. Zane. Zane. He has the, uh, the pillow talk. Yeah, Zane had the sexy song. Mm-hmm. Is it Zane the one who got in trouble for punching one of the Hadid, like the Hadid mom? It might be Zane. I think that might be him. Yeah, I think that's why he's a bad boy, because he was dating one of the Hadid sisters, and then he punched them up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, it was, it's not good. And no. then he just disappeared? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He was my favorite when he was in One Direction. Uh-huh. I was obsessed. Mm. And then when he left, my heart broke. Well, here's a little pillow talk. Climb on board. This oh, was good. This it was, good. was a good one. Mm-hmm. He's got a great voice. He does. He does have a good voice. So maybe that hindered uh, the scandal that you said. Maybe that hindered his ability to get Harry Styles level. Because he can sing. Oh, yeah. Yolanda Hadid claims Zayn Malik struck her. He denies it. Yeah, he said that didn't happen. Hmm. Did you, uh, what what did you think about Liam? Oh, I like Liam. Because Liam had like a rough summer. He did. He gave an interview where, like, he thought he was like the biggest member, oh. and thought like the band was like based around him. Meanwhile, like Harry's selling out, <laughs> yeah, all over the world. Oh, was no. it Liam Payne? Yes. Oh, because he's got uh, stripped that down. This is a good song. Oh, oh, oh yeah, what? yeah, this one. Okay, oh, here we go. This? Did we play this? We oh, God, oh no. I doubt that. No, we now out it. Here we go. You should have did wonders. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah, why did Harry just take off? Because oh, he's just got well, that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Is it a when like a, a band like this like uh, kind of breaks up a bit, goes there, yeah. goes and does their solos? Is it a race to be the first to get your stuff out? I think so. Because then that one will get the most talk. Yeah. And then anyone else is like, well, nice try. Well, Zayn left first, mm. and they were still a band. They were oh, a foursome yeah. for a while. Oh, it wasn't Harry who left then. It no, was Zayn. Oh. Zayn left first to do solo. To do solo stuff, and there were some like race issues going on. Like oh, fans geez. were being very kind oh okay um, and then so it was four of them they did a couple albums I think and then they split up after mm, that yeah yeah they didn't stick around together very long huh. but Zane was the first one to go yeah yeah okay alright well I was in deep <laughs> I can see that Haley. nothing wrong with that Haley by the way get in deep yes these were my Backstreet Boys yeah oh, yeah, yeah right yeah, of yeah. course yeah absolutely 
So there you go. None of them, though, as rich as Harry Styles, who is now the richest yeah. man under 30 in the UK. And he's got Olivia Wilde. God, I just and love him And so she's much. got him. Dang. Yeah, and the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she seems like a handful. <laughs> I would take my chances. Yeah, <laughs> don't give me up. Incredibly talented. She's gorgeous, but she just seems like she'd be a lot. Yeah, Harry might be a lot too. I mean, he does dress like a figure skater, so he might be. Do they both balance everything out? They might. Maybe, maybe they balance each other right? out. Right when you have a lot on both ends, maybe it just works. Maybe, and yeah. they just flood each other with a lot of hotness. Maybe? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. They're just so beautiful. Yeah. They are beautiful. It's true. <sighs> Great couple. <Yeah>. Great couple. <laughs> I'll bet you there are. I can't say it. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. A super. Olivia's putting her bracelets. Uh, <laughs> it's clear tonight, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll bet you it is clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a drunk British tourist was humiliated to be found nude on a beach in Thailand after a quote, all night 30th birthday bender. Mm. The 30-year-old from uh, Surrey spent the night partying as he welcomed in his 30th birthday. However, shocked locals noticed him the next morning stumbling naked along the beach and singing football chants. Now, they watched in astonishment as he paddled through the sea, then swam further away from shore in a potentially life-threatening decision, so a kind local fisherman ran out there to go help him, but apparently he grew aggressive and said no. Mm. He ended up getting pulled back to the beach, which is good. Uh, the police were called, obviously. Uh, apparently he had no recollection of the night before, but when they tested him for drugs, yeah, nothing. Oh, he just, what? He's clean. He was clean. Why is he tied up in the photo? Well, because he was being aggressive, so... Oh, gotcha. The cops were like, yeah. <laughs> like with rope. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah, because the cops were like, listen, you gotta you gotta sit down. Yeah. Yeah. They oh. did offer to say, like, listen, just go back to your hotel and shower, but he refused, saying he wanted to relax on the beach. The drug test uh, happened at the local station, which came back negative, so he only got a fine for public indecency. Uh, several packets of weed were found back at his hotel, but police will take no action because it was recently legalized in Thailand as well. Hmm. Oh. Nice. He timed that well? Yeah. yeah, he did time that really well. Yeah. Now, what did happen to this fellow then? Yeah. Yeah, it's a mystery. He's not sure. The guy has no idea. He's got no idea. Uh, it's a full oh. hangover situation. Yeah, right? Yeah, you just kind of blocked out. You don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah, it totally is. It's like the movie The Hangover. Can that happen? Can you just like, boof. And you just don't remember X amount of time? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. a, not, not because of uh, some traumatic event, just just in general. Like, all of a sudden, like, this afternoon, I could sit on the couch and be like, what happened today? You and mean, I don't remember at all doing the show and stuff. You mean, like, unassisted by drugs or alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. No, oh. I don't know. Definitely alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go see uh, <laughs> there. You might want to go see a doctor. Oh, okay, all right, all yeah. right. Yeah, if, if you're, so like, I should not, be concerned on that. Yeah, if you're, like, not assisted by drugs or alcohol, but yet you can't remember. Gotcha. I can't remember the day. When you're doing date and time checks here and you get the day wrong, like, that's just a mistake. Like, you don't think, like, you didn't lose Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Because <laughs> that is frightening. Like, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, or what, what happened to me mm-hmm. is like all the questions that you would be asking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey guys, excess alcohol. I can easily lose a night if I drink too much. No drugs required. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I big time. But I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. 
where did you wake up nude? <laughs> and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And that was your first thought. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Got to piece it together. Got to piece it together. You're like, damn. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, did anybody wake up nude on a beach? I'm sure that happens I, a lot. I kind of would like to wake up nude on a beach one day. Right? Wouldn't that be like if, you wake up, you're like, oh, I God. Think you'd be, honestly, and you're like, what the? I think you'd be chewed alive by sand fleas. Oh, no. Yeah. And you got to be first up. Yeah, like the, be, you can't be, be the, you can't be the tenth person that came to the beach that no. morning. Yeah. You got to be number one. Everyone's running out for their towel yeah. run, and I'm like, ah, yeah. ah Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running across three. <laughs> no towel, but these are mine. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, you know, maybe maybe not nude because I guess like this is Canada. It's a little colder here. Yeah. But maybe you just woke up in an odd spot. Even in your house, if it ain't your bed, it's yeah. kind of a weird spot. You, did, take, you take a minute. Yeah. yeah. Did you wake up literally just on the basement floor? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you woke up outside by the fire pit that had been out for about two hours and you were frozen. Has anybody ever done that? Oh, that's a chilly wake up. <laughs> that's a chilly wake up. And you decided to take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're nude. Maybe you're not. Yeah, sure. All right. Like Canada's cold. Yeah. Maybe we're not taking our clothes off as much that's as guys, true. That's uh, true. guys partying in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> what is the really strange place, nude or not, yeah. that you woke up? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this poor British man who woke up totally nude on the beach in Thailand. He was out there celebrating his 30th birthday, and uh, he says he's got no recollection as to what happened to him. He also became aggressive with the police, even though they said, just go back to your hotel and sleep it off. He said, no, I want to sleep on the beach. And they said, well, sir... (laughs) Not today. But I'm on vacation. Exactly. They took him back to the cop shop where they drug tested him. Sh- turns out he had nothing but alcohol in his system. But that was where he woke up nude. When you wake up nude, it's a problem on a problem. Because one, the problem is you've woken up somewhere you're not sure where you are. you got to figure that out. How am I getting home? Right. Mm-hmm. Problem number two is you're naked. You're nude. That's yeah. right. That's right. Which I think like is why it looks like they tried to throw some sort of like canvas over him. And then, and then they, they tied ropes around him because oh. I think he was being... I'll put the picture up in the app again. Yeah, it looks like yeah. they tethered him to a boat so he didn't run away. Because <laughs> so, he was being aggressive. So we want to know from you guys. Um, maybe not nude because we all know that, well, let's be honest, Canada is cold. But what it is, where is the strange place that you or someone that you know woke up? We talked about uh, there's nothing worse than waking up beside a burnt out fire pit. It's a cold way to wake Chilly. up. It is super Especially chilly. Especially people have legit left you. Yeah. And you're out there by yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you they just throw like a jacket on you, you or something. You have no idea what time it is. I yeah. passed out in our backyard. Yeah. And I feel like I've only like dozed off for 10 minutes, but mm. I think it was like an hour. I wake up. I'm like, oh, I look up and it's just black sky yeah. with stars. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> you fall asleep on the couch outside. Oh, like yeah, the yeah. patio furniture, right? Yeah. Mars. So comfy. Mars. <laughs> help. <laughs> I'm in bed. Yeah. Full of sleep. Oh, she ain't helping. No. Yeah. Nope. Uh, if you got a story, 780-489-4669, feel free to chime in on this. Um, Madison's hanging on. How you doing, Madison? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We're talking about if you woke up somewhere and uh, you didn't really remember. And maybe you had clothes, maybe you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, for my 18th birthday, I went to when it was the ranch <laughs> with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And we got back to after drinking and stuff. We went back to the hotel and I remember hitting like the elevator button to go up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like seven or eight hours later, and I woke up in bed, oh. not wearing what I had gone out in. Oh, oh my gosh! Wow! <laughs> Jeez, you yeah, just remember no you're like, idea. "Oh, thank God, I'm at the hotel." Yeah. Bing. 
So what happened? Did yeah. you just like, did you continue to party or did you just go to bed? I, I honestly, I don't know. I think we just went to bed, but I have no idea. Yeah, your brain just kind of went into autopilot. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm taking over, Madison. We're going to get you in We're bed. We're going to get you in bed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is wild when you wake up after nights like that. You're like, what happened, right? I was so confused. I was like, I, I don't know what to, I don't know. And it's, 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 it is confusing, too, when you don't feel wrecked either. <laughs> well, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I don't know what happened that night. I mean, I'm sure we didn't do anything too crazy, but yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Hope no one told you. I hope not. You're but. banned from a hotel. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks, Madison. Thanks, Madison. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. It's funny how we'll like just sit back and be like, I don't know. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, just go to work. You're fine. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, carry I'm on. not worrying what I was wearing the night before. Yeah. I have no recollection of the past 14 hours. <laughs> My I'm wallet's sure here. Fine. We're yeah, good. We're good. <laughs> what happens on our 18th birthdays? We drink too much. Ugh. Does our brain just lose the ability to record? Do we? Can we? Do we drink so much we can't form memories yes, anymore? Maybe I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we alter our brain. Weird, hey? Yeah, you just go into, like, like party. Like, this is the last time you're going to party. Yeah, or is your brain like, nope, I'm out of here. I'm not watching this anymore. And just like, <laughs> yeah, the brain takes a break. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all has to do with memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, alcohol uh, temporarily blocks the transfer of memories from short-term to long-term storage. Hmm. Known as memory consolidation in a brain area called the... Hippocampus. Oh, oh, the hippocampus. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We were just talking about that off air. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you gotta watch your hippocampus. You gotta watch it. You gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> At Haley's wedding, I was watching my hippocampus. Keep an eye on it. Yeah. I don't think you were. No, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Not with booze or other. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Um, a friend of yours ended up waking up in a weird place, right? Uh-oh. Yeah, so I'm going to add to that as well. So I've woken up in playground slides in the middle of fields. <laughs> I've woken up on a floaty in the middle of a pool before. Oh, that's no dangerous. Oh, no. <laughs> but my friend wins the cake on this one. So yeah. probably six, seven, however many years ago when Encore Nightclub was still in West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. Um, he obviously went out to a show when I wasn't there, but I remember we, yeah, like I just remember looking at Facebook the next morning and all of a sudden you see a post from him saying, guys, I just woke up in West Edmonton mall bathroom. Like what the hell happened in the bathroom? Oh my gosh. In the bathroom, not the encore bathroom, but like the public West Edmonton mall bathroom. Yeah. Oh, to this day, it still pops up on memories on Facebook, and we all wait for this moment to happen. <laughs> and then you share it with all your friends. You're like, remember when? <laughs> oh, he'll easily get at least 50 shares from friends that day because he's famous for this moment. Oh, wow. So just like passed out on the toilet in a stall. Oh, probably. Knowing him, it was probably the floor, but... <laughs> People are just stepping over. They're like, Ooh. My goodness. <laughs> um, I have to ask, well, how did you... probably woke up before, like, the mall opened, but regardless, like, how does that even happen? Does I don't know. not six bathroom? Yeah. I guess not. <laughs> I guess, yeah. How, how did you wake up on a slide? <laughs> um, so when I was 16, um, we used to party at a park in Red Deer, mm. and um, obviously one night I just... 
fell asleep on a slide and didn't make it home. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. if you think, like, if you get on the slide, like, just right, like, it, it's uh, ergonomic. It feels good on the I back. Ca- I mean, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> well, one of the tunnel slides, too. So I was definitely protected from a lot of wind and yeah, cold. Tunnel and slides, yeah, tunnel slides, yeah. It could have rained. It, could, it totally could have rained on you. Yeah. I have no idea. I, all I remember is they woke up and there was sun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> like parents and kids came by with and just saw me just sleeping in a slide. I probably thought I was a homeless person. Yeah, oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. You're like, get out of here. <laughs> all right, thanks, Steph. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Steph's like a, a drunk Bear grills, like teaching us how to survive yeah, in right? a playground when you've had too much to drink. Yeah. If you brought your kids to a playground in the in the morning and there was a lady sleeping on the slide, are you going to wake her? No, 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 no. No, 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 You just, you let sleeping dogs yeah. lie. Oh, you just yeah. leave it be? Just let it be. Oh, okay, She'll gotcha. Get up. All right, it's all right. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Suzanne, hello. Hey. Hey, how Hi. you doing? Um, really good. Um, but I am going to warn you, my husband might kill me for telling this story. Oh, that's okay. Yes, that's yes. Right. What did he get up to? Okay, so last Tuesday, we were in Jamaica. Oh, nice. And, yeah, it was really terrible. Oh, and, oh. Um, <laughs> oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> my friend and I went to bed early, like responsible adults at like, I don't know, 11. Yeah. And my husband and our friend Trevor went out partying for the rest of the night. And I went to sleep with, you know, normal human being. And 2.30 in the morning, I get a phone call. <gasps> and it's from a groundskeeper at our resort in Jamaica. And he says, are you Warner's wife? And I said, well, that depends. He's asking. Yeah. And he says, well, I found your husband sleeping naked in a flower garden. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, no. (laughs) And he doesn't know where your room is. He said, where's your room? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Where are his clothes? Why is he naked? All of these questions are now in my head. So I said, I told him where our room was. And 10 minutes later, down the hallway, I hear <laughs> I hear my husband singing oh! over and over again. <laughs> and he's got his arm around this groundskeeper in his underwear yep. with his clothes around his neck just singing. The guy's like, please take him. Please take him away from me. Wow, he had a time. <laughs> where did he his clothes end up? Well, they were beside him. So Sunday when we left, this lady was saying goodbye to him. And I said, oh, who's your friend? And he goes, I have no idea. I don't know who that lady is. Oh, oh, no, lady at the bar. (laughs) Yeah. And so I said, I said, so how do you know my husband? And she goes, oh, him and his friend, they were so drunk. They went skinny dipping. And I was like, well, this explains it. (laughs) So they allegedly, because my friend the guy that he was hanging out with that night, he also came to our room and was in his underwear. I'm like, why are you guys in your, where are your clothes? They didn't want to get them wet. What is happening? (laughs) What a time. What a time. When you're at the ocean and maybe it's been a bit, you got to get, you got to get in there. The drinks are flowing. You got to get in. Because you want to get in, you want to do a quick dip, but you don't want your clothing wet because you want to get back to the bar. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> what a time, Suzanne. You guys Suzanne. are back safe and sound. Yeah, That's I good I love news. it. Wait till your next vacation. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. Oh, no. No, no, no. The one before that, he came out with some broken ribs. So oh, jeez. He parties hard. <laughs> he does. All right. Thanks, Suzanne. <laughs> thanks, Suzanne. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast.
All right, travelers who are going through security at Edmonton's airport are in for a treat. I mean, A, it's going to go a lot quicker, and B, the robots are here. Good news for travelers. The Edmonton International Airport announced a virtual security queue on Thursday. Okay. The airport says that passengers traveling in the domestic and international terminals will now be able to pre-book their spot in central security using a new tool called YEG Express or YEG Express. The system allows passengers to reserve a time slot at central security and jump to the front of the line. Oh, hey. Uh, how, I don't but see. Where's the robot? This, I don't. Well, because you're booking it. That's just a computer. Well, well, I'm calling I, it a robot. I, I pictured like your avocado squeezer the other day. I know. That I stand been there cool. and they they check. It comes by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, I don't. Yeah. I I, I. I. I don't know. I'm calling it a robot. <laughs> The airport says passengers can book their spot in central security up to 72 hours before their departure, up to one hour and 15 minutes before their scheduled flight. Passengers traveling with any airline will have access to this program free of charge, and you can bring 10 guests with you for the booking. What a great idea. Great. There's another option, too. So, I have a question. Uh If... (laughs) <laughs> what? I mean, there is. I know there is. And if it's, Speed up the process. That, I mean, that is true. A little plastic so card. If you okay, so like I'm, I'm picturing the airport. Yeah. You've got your security line. I have a reservation. Mm-hmm. Is that that's obviously like a different line, or do they just? It must be. Or do I have to go? Excuse me. Excuse me. But then I feel like there'd me, be a bunch of people waiting me. there. That's what I mean. I got I got a way to speed it up. It's the opposite of crashes because he's pushing for <laughs> Nexus. They're Nexus members. Get rid of the it's Nexus. It's only 50 bucks, get, guys. Nexus is very difficult to get right now. Not everybody can get it. Get rid of the Nexus line. No. Let the rest of us in there. No. Get things really moving. No, you do not take my line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't Important know. Important like, business to tend to, Ginge. <laughs> reservations will be limited and only available during peak times, 4.30 a.m. to 8.30 and then 2 p.m. until 6 p.m. But it's not like... There's lulls in the security line. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just always busy. Like yeah. there's no like yeah, it's either empty or busy. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm going to like if I'm booking you'll book it like an hour or two hours before your flights, like won't everyone be doing the same You would think thing? And then aren't you just all in a line again? I guess. I'm not sure. And, and there's not too many restaurant options on the other side where you could just sit and crush a beer and wait for your time, right? Yeah, you can. Oh, you mean like on the other side of security? Yeah. 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 yeah, Before you go through security, like there's what? We could go to the brew house. Half a brew house? Half Mm -hmm. a brew house. And that's it. Is Harvey's still there? No, that's uh, that's all security now. Uh, All that's blown out. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. That is a shame. (laughs) You should have put that Harvey's back in. (laughs) Yeah. Did Harvey's go somewhere else in the airport? No, they're gone out of that area. Well, that's sad. Yeah, it's all security now. Oh. Oh. I but Andy Mar such a big Harvey's fan. Yeah, apparently. I just like seeing the Harvey's there, knowing I can have it my way. <laughs> <laughs> you like the option. I like the side. Yeah, I like the side standing in line. I'm like, you know what? I am going to have it my way. I'm out of here. Because you, you feel like you, never, yeah. you have no control over anything. Exactly. Except, Except Harvey's. Harvey's. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. And it's gone now. And it's gone now. <laughs> uh, huh. Someone used this automation in Calgary. Yes, there's a couple oh. airports that are doing it. Says it works great. Huh. Like, is it? Because I picture anytime you, you book something for a, a specific time, it's never on time. Right? Because I feel like a whole bunch of people would be rushing and be like, oh, do you got time? I got an extra five minutes. Can I just get in? Well, especially at the airport. Yeah. Time doesn't matter there at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I've also, too, um, I've also been very fortunate that even at the busiest of times in that line, it goes pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. We just walk like right in. 
Yeah, I just walk to the front. It's a very different line. I I show them my cards. I'm like, why is everybody waiting? Why are you guys on that big line over there? Oh my God. (laughs) Don't tell them. No, but, no, but in all, like when you do stand in line, honestly, like, like seriously, it, it goes pretty quick. Like it's not, I yeah, but well, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it goes a lot quicker than it used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's still a pain. Mm-hmm. I, I, everything's a pain when Especially it comes to travel. Luggage, everyone's picking up and walking and setting down, and then some people will be like, some what? people don't pay attention. I don't like it. Well, and they don't want to like. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. They'll like wait out like ten line moves, uh-huh. so they don't have to pick their bag up ten different times. Yeah, and I'm like, move. And then the it big, makes no difference. Big picture, they're right, yeah. but at the same time, like, oh, that's I a big want, gap. I want it tight. Yes, <laughs> I hate a gap. Yeah. Hate it. We all do. Yeah, I, I don't like it. a gap in a drive-through. I don't like a gap in a line. There's a girl in front of me. A while back, mm-hmm. she had uh, we were all, we were all in line, and uh, she was on her phone, not talking, but like looking at it. And the line moved, and I I don't think she was leaving a gap on purpose. I think she was distracted by her phone. Sure. So I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> very discreet. Kind of cough all over her back, mm-hmm. even though I didn't have to. And then she looked up. She's like, oh. Then she wheeled forward like four hundred feet. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, because you just sprayed her back. Yeah, good. <laughs> Get moving. Outside of the airport, where people will let the gap linger so they don't have to move their bag, yeah, I think most gaps are accidental. I th- but yeah, I think. So. How long until you say something? We I, were at a we were at Galaxyland recently. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, some lines for the yeah. rides. You get some long lines. Yeah, you get yeah. some big gaps. But like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. But it, but it bothers us all. Like, how long does that gap have to be before you like give it? You give a tap or a or a Marzi cough on the back of their neck. How do you- <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever said anything. Or maybe, I yeah. maybe I just like inadvertently bumped them with my bag. Like if I like grab the bag and like spin and See, boom, and then they look and they're like, "Oh." In a in a but line, I've never said anything. In a line of security where it's like roped off, I feel like nobody can butt in. Yeah. Galaxy Land a free-for-all if people see a big gap maybe somebody thinks that that's where the end of the line is and that and that it's not pre- yeah, just pa- go, past over, the gap. go around them yeah most do have like your <laughs> yeah, go around corralled them. in yeah there is the odd one where yeah. it's uh yeah wide open you know what i did um and i probably shouldn't have um at uh, home sense mm-hmm. they got that uh they make you walk through these the shelves corral there yeah, yeah the oh. corral there and there was a lady uh, that was just standing there and she was looking at the shelf. The line was tight and then the line moved on and she was still looking at the shelf and I'm behind her and I, I, I gave her like a minute and then she was still looking so I walked around her and she's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what? You're looking at the shelf. And she's like, I'm in line and then walked. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that shelf corral. They got it at Sephora. It's tight. They yeah. got it at uh, Winners. Yeah, they got it at Cantire. If you're spending time at the shelf, if I'm allowed to walk yeah, around if you, right? If you're shopping, you're giving up your spot. I Absolutely. agree. I, ag- I agree as well. But she gave me dude. But they're setting yeah. us up to fail because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff I want to look at. Yeah. I also don't want to lose my spot. Yeah. Too bad. Get moving. Put that stuff somewhere else. Right? I want empty shelves in the aisle. Some of it, I get, I get with you. Like, if it's packed in there mm-hmm. it's nice to have something to peruse but sometimes you can just walk through mm-hmm. but if you stop you worry about crash passing yeah. you but a lot of that product I can't find elsewhere in the store that's the only place I can get it yeah yeah, yeah so if you're perusing expect people to walk by you you know what I had somebody walk by me the other day I was perusing mm-hmm. and uh, 
I think I forgot that I was perusing. Like I was mindlessly perusing. Yeah. So when that person like scooted on by, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in line. And then I got in line behind them and then I got mad because now I'm a person back. Yes. And it was my own damn fault because I was too busy perusing. Mm-hmm. I should have been paying attention and moving forward. Yeah. And I did not. So as long as you have some sort of forward motion going, some sort of locomotion heading towards yes. the till, you're, you're good to go? If you're perusing where you're waiting... And then moving when you've got to move, I think you're good. Can I do a slow, obvious peruse? My head's on a swivel. I'm looking at all this yeah, product, yeah, yeah. Yeah. all that great Frank's You can look, but yeah, move. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But as long as I'm making some motion yeah. forward, I'm good to go. As long as you're I still in line. Passed. You're still in line. My, line, yeah. my spot in line is secure. There's if, no gap. Do not leave a gap. If there is a gap, you better be moving, yeah. and you just keep looking then. <laughs> yeah. I will let you go back. As long as you go back up, keep the line tight, and then you're like, oh, I, I need chips. These Frank's chips. Mm. Grab them and then slip back in. I'll allow, I'll allow that. Mm-hmm. While we're talking Frank's, they also do a great salted nut. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's the Canadian Tire brand, if you don't know. The Canadian Tire one, when you get to the front... They put so much stuff in there. They give you... An, they, there's a digital screen with a number to tell you which yeah. till to go to. Do you get a little... I panic up there sometimes. Because I feel like... If I, I feel like, because there's no... You feel like they're not going to call your number? Or I missed my number. The number that just went was supposed to be mine. Oh, and they're like, hey, dummy over here. You can see open tills sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know, like, is that person about to go on break? Is that why six isn't flashing here? If I stroll over to six, oh, am you I can. the jerk? No, you wait for the number. But I feel like, but sometimes I feel like I'm waiting so long <laughs> yeah. and I can see open tills. I'm like, you know I think I blew it earlier. You got to shop more. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> because I have been trained for this because Winners has been doing this forever. Oh, okay. And then when you're, you've got to wait for your bing, bing, and then your number to go. Yes. So yeah. I have no intimidation factor whatsoever. Sometimes the Winners Home Sense one doesn't work yeah, and you're waiting and then you see like, yeah, thank oh, you, and thank I'm like, you. what? <laughs> then you go. Then you're like, okay, I'm coming. Well, yeah, but like, get your number thing working. But yeah. You got to respect the, do we, do we respect the number or not? Well, is somebody waving at you before the number flashes? Well, that number just didn't change, and then yeah. someone's and like, "Oh, a, down here, go to the till. Wait, wait for them to call you over. Okay, so like a Canadian Tire, if someone's just standing there, don't go. But if they're like, yeah, because they could waving. be counting money that you can't see, or they could like, be like, here. <laughs> yeah, they could be like organizing something or getting their bags together. Who decides when it's time for me to move? The cashiers, they have a button to push. Uh, the oh. power. <gasps> yeah. They say when they're ready? Yeah. Oh, God, I'd never press it. Mm. Like, uh, Me neither. Busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. It's like the old school version. Like when I was at Superstore, uh, I was a short-lived cashier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the chains across. Right. And I would start my shift. I'm like, do And then I'd walk out to my chain, and I'd look down, look both ways. Yep. And then I would see a couple big shopping carts rolling through. Yeah. I'd turn my back and leave my chain up. <laughs> Not yet. Not ready for a big lull. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah. I do indeed. Didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> a plane load of Mexico-bound passengers is demanding answers from Sunwing after more than 24 hours of flight delays out of Edmonton. Oh. The Haley, su- you lucked out. I so did. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Sunwing flight from Edmonton to Cancun was originally scheduled to take off at 9 a.m. on Wednesday. And after a whole ton of delays, passengers say the flight was eventually canceled and everyone was told to go home. Oh. They did provide $20 food vouchers and then taxi vouchers to get back home and back to the airport and said that if you wanted to stay in a hotel, that they would cover that as well. How is it that that airline always has I have a problem? No idea. How? Yeah. So, like, what sucks about that is you've booked your your. Oh. So now your holiday's down a day, right? Yeah. 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 And I, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 
With the, so many uh, horrible stories, I would never, ever book with that. <laughs> I would never take a chance with I, that. I would be scared, too. Yeah. Especially when, like, you're, you're, you have seven days, you have yeah. ten days, and Times, that's it. Yeah. Every day is so important. Every minute is important. And yeah. this could have been a holiday three, four, five, six years in the making. Yeah. You can't risk a day. Yeah. Yeah. The airline said it was experiencing a system outage with a third-party provider affecting select flight plans. And they said that their, that flight plan in particular was affected. The airline directed travelers to send questions to its Sunwing Cares website where people felt that they oh, weren't being cared God. for very well. <laughs> yeah. What's the... Marzi said they offered the food vouchers... The, mm-hmm. the hotel yeah. to stay if you wanted one. Or is there like financial compensation? Isn't what's the, like the? No. Don't we have that? Oh yeah, bill there's of some law. Passengers. Yeah, if your flight's canceled like X amount of hours before, that you yeah. can get money back or something. I don't know the rules. I don't know who does. I don't, yeah, I don't know the details to decipher it. We're still waiting for WestJet. Yeah, I'm still waiting on WestJet for yeah. the whole debacle we're in. But oh yeah. really? I don't know yeah. if we told you. Like we went to Spain and stuff. Right. Yeah. Totally forgot. What they an made old, us what an ordeal. Economy. Oh, <laughs> what an ordeal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> pay for economy. <laughs> WestJet. <laughs> yeah. So nonetheless, uh, they're still waiting for some answers, and uh, I don't know. Did they leave? Are they oh still yeah. At the th- on Thursday morning, Sunwing <laughs> said it covered their ability to dispatch flights, and they were beginning to have normal operations. Like majority oh. of the time, are they flying no problem? People like are it's texti- just people are texting and saying they had great, yeah. great situations. It's like Haley, you Sunwing didn't have a problem. Yeah, zero issues. Yeah, there were some news stories around that time you're flying, and you're worried. Uh, but my heart was pounding. Yeah, in yeah. Cuba. You were not sure if you could get back to yeah. Edmonton. <laughs> I was a little worried. Yeah. Well, you made it smooth. Yeah. yeah, smooth flight. Back to where it's cold. Yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Right. They mm-hmm. do say, though, if you are going to be traveling this winter, that the flight delays and everything going wrong with airplanes is not going to change by then. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we changed the clocks this weekend, which means it's going to get darker even earlier now. And with that in mind, here's a rundown of some of the facts about being afraid of the dark, because now it's going to be dark at four terrified. Uh, Number one, being afraid of the dark is a common fear. Uh, According to a study, at least 8% of adults say that they are afraid of the dark and it's even more common among children which I don't think that is surprising to any parent. Mm -hmm. We are predisposed to developing a fear of the dark. We're more likely to be afraid of things that would have been dangerous to our prehistoric ancestors. Things like heights, snakes, spiders, and the dark because it could threaten our lives. Yeah, it's evolution. Yeah. You don't know what's in the dark. Could be anything. Although, uh, growing up in the bush, it was dark everywhere. And we'd play games in the bush at night. Terrifying. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I've been in that bush at night, and it is nuts. Yeah. I I thought Mars would enjoy that nice little dark bush walk. She did not. No, because it's like negative black. Like, when you're out, like, so far from any sort of light pollution... It's crazy dark. What sort of night bush games were you playing? Uh, we would play uh, kick the can. Okay. Kick the can. Yeah, kick the can, and then like we would disperse into the bushes. Right. And then I forget the whole gist of the game, but uh, someone's got to run out and kick the can. Be the first to kick the can, is it? I forget what it is. With kick the can, I think once there'd the just be a can in the middle of the kicked? yard. I've I've never You're played safe? kick the can. I I don't know anything about this game. But like you can't. I don't know if it's a tag. I just remember we played Kick the Can a lot. It was an old rusty paint can. Kick the Can is like hide and seek and capture the flag. Okay. The game is one of skill, strategy, yeah. stealth, and stamina. There it is. So you guys That's kicked the can. That's where I got my stamina from. You kicked the can into the bush and then ran around the bush looking for the can? Uh, 
kick the can to me obviously always seemed like you'd make like, you'd make fun of like if you're talking like old games you'd say yeah. just like for an old dance you'd always say the Charleston yeah like, for an yeah. old game you'd say kick the can <laughs> like, I didn't realize that's what we would sing in the bush yeah, at night <laughs> I didn't realize the thing children were actually doing yeah I didn't <laughs> yeah well we did kicking it. cans for it was fun. Like a weekly thing <laughs> alright uh, like Crash was saying you don't know what's in the dark our fear of the dark may stem from a fear of the unknown things that make us feel uneasy are commonly things that are outside of our control and when it comes to the dark we don't know what's there so it frightens us Mm -hmm. and the last one it could be a result of real life events some people may be afraid of the dark due to a negative experience they had at night something like a robbery or an attack that they now associate with nighttime and dark hmm I find the darkness very calming. Remember uh, many years ago I said on the radio uh, that I would love a solid black room? Yes. And it weirded people out. Yes. Like just everything is black in the room. Like a and sensory just, deprivation. Yeah, thing? and you just yeah. go in there and just like you disappear from everything. Yeah. And then everyone's like, you weird. Yeah, everybody gets it. <laughs> so some people like it perfectly dark at night. Yeah. Blackout blinds. Oh, I need it dark, uh-huh. dark, dark. No oh, yeah. lights off their electronics. Everything's yeah. taped up. Oh, I got electrical tape all over the place. Yeah. That's like our house too. Yeah. You like it's super dark. Oh yeah, we have it so dark that in our bedroom we've got automatic lights underneath the um, the sink. Yeah, we just like bought some little glue on ones. Yeah, yeah. And so when you walk past, they light up so you can like see the toilet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only way we can see in our house. Oh, exactly. Yeah, because it's, it's pitch, pitch black. Black. Mm. Let me know if you guys would be able to do this. Gingy crashed Haley. Give this a Google. It's okay. called Sky Cave Retreats. I like the sound of this. Now, this is um, basically you head out into the woods where they have built either underground or in the sides of like berms, a completely dark room. Now, dark rooms have appeared in many different forms from the pyramids for the ancient Egyptians to the catacombs of the ancient Romans. And now these guys have brought this to you so you can go and basically just sit in the dark. Oh. Oh, oh this, this is the company that uh, we've watched. Uh, remember those YouTubers? Mm. They went into an earth-bermed retreat. And they stayed in there for, I think the guy stayed in there for five days. So you're in the dark. There is no light. Complete darkness. Yeah, you do everything. There's a bathtub. There's <gasps> everything in there. Yeah. Oh. So there's like. So you go. It looks like. It looks like the entrance to like a hobbit hole. Oh, yeah. No. yeah it looks like the burrow. I would love this. But complete darkness. Like oh, yeah. there's no light. Sold. Could you? How many days could you do that in the dark? Uh, I think I would go mad the second day, but then I would calm down. Yeah. There's all, there's something very different though about your darkness and like stranger dark. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very comfortable in my house in the dark. Yeah. I know my house. Right. I don't know about Stranger Dark. I don't know what's going on in there. Like if we uh, unleashed you at the cabin yeah. at uh, at 2 a.m., mm-hmm. like you wouldn't handle it? Well, it's nice and bright there, though. Like he, well, no, yeah. like pitch black when the oh, some nice yeah, is totally black. pitch black. No, yeah, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want your dark. I want my dark. Oh. Right? So you wouldn't be able to go then into one of these like berms and this sit in the dark. This looks friggin' terrible, Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I put a picture of the interior on Oh, it. imagine paying money for this. Just get some darker curtains. What are you doing? <laughs> get some black curtains. This is terrible. Apparently it's to go, like, to, to like challenge yourself to go without... Anything. Any, light. Because you, you don't have technology. You don't have time. Technology. You can't read a book. You can't oh. read a book. You don't have day. You don't have any sort of like knowledge of what day it is or how fast or slow time has passed. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, here's what you get. 
Uh, it's private and off grid. Yeah. Hot bath, a sink, and flushing toilet. Soundproof and spacious, three hundred square foot room. An organic latex mattress. Back up. <laughs> Why do you need a latex mattress? Oh, latex. It's like a memory. Oh. It's like a different oh, photo. Oh, memory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what the hell goes on in this yeah, cave. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not what you guys are thinking. You hear an old door. Yeah. Like, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> Don't open your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's got a wood heater, a wood fireplace in there. Um, or wood-fired heat. Oh, but there's no flame. But no flame. Yeah. Yeah. When you have to list flushing toilet as an amenity, that's a no. <laughs> that's an. It should. It's that should be assumed. That, oh. that, that's not a perk. Yeah. Apparently, too, while you're in there, this dude named Scott, he owns it. He delivers food to your oh, like to the outs, like not to the outside, outside into a little, but into dark like corner. a little dark corner, mm. and then like so you're basically just like laying there waiting to know if your food's coming soon. When you're going for this long, this feels like just something you do so you can tell people you did it. Yeah, this can't be a fun way to spend a couple of days. Like this sounds like something you guys would love. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the t-shirt. <laughs> Let everyone know. <laughs> but like to actually spend like a weekend like yeah, this? Yeah, I'm reading the reviews. This guy spent eight days in the dark. Mm. I think it would be nice. It'd be peaceful. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do eight days, but... I don't I, think I'd be able to do two. Yeah, you, you couldn't do a 48? No. Mm. This sounds like the hole in Alcatraz or something. Yeah. You well, got for you, acting up in the yard. Well, yeah, it kind of basically is that, right? Oh, God, imagine this, too, because it's in, like, a cave. It is, like, in a cave, Stick yeah. says you don't see how many spiders and bugs are walking <laughs> everywhere. Well, I think the... <laughs> right? Did you and die? Oh. It is developed, though, Gingy, so I don't think that you would have, like... Like, yes, it is in a berm or in a cave, but you don't have, like, dirt walls, I don't think. No, it's it's like, like a wood wall, but look yeah. at Gingy's house. Yeah, that's true. His modern-day home is filled with spiders. It's filled with spiders. There's definitely <laughs> spiders. Like, it's infested <laughs> in the basement. You see some more legs than I'd like to. <laughs> Would you guys be able to sit with your thoughts for like? Well, that's it too. Yeah, yeah. because that's that's what it is, right? It's a sensory deprivation of it being like total pitch black. But maybe it, maybe that's what everyone needs to get that like break. Go to the maybe uh, a borderline breaking point, and then. Take a breather. And like, what do you learn from that? Like appreciation, gratitude? Is that what you're... Sure. I think I think you could find that place in a safe, dark area. But this is that, like we talked about Stranger Dark. Like, yeah. I think your mind would just wander too much mm. about what could be going on. Like, where's Scott? <laughs> well, Scott's like, he's upstairs doing stuff. Is he? I don't, I can't see. You hear him grinding an axe yeah. outside. <laughs> like, Scott, yeah, why is Scott always grinding? Like this... <laughs> This woman here, she did it. Her name is Bo, and uh, she wrote a big, long review. I'll, I'll read a few uh, excerpts. Uh -huh. uh, she said, this was my first dark retreat experience, and I felt held so well in the container that Scott and Jill and the land provided for me. Container? Scott talked with me before I entered the darkness and offered some suggestions and proved that proved key during my 10 nights there. The food was delicious. Every time I would retrieve the food that Scott delivered to the cubby, I would un... Retrieve? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he leaves it, and then you have to find your way through the dark. Through like a riddle? <laughs> you retrieve? I'd unscrew the lid on the hot soup, and I would inhale the steam as it bathed my face. For one day, I felt called to fast briefly, and he was very open to adjusting and only brought me a smoothie afterwards. Oh. Oh, you like she made the decision to go the into fast. a fast. 
But I thought the food was amazing. It sounds like it actually turned her stomach. Man, people do some crazy stuff. I love reading about this. I definitely would like to try a couple days. I don't know if I could, but a couple days would be fun. Are people doing this with a partner? Oh, I don't know. I I think it's solo. I think it's solo. No. If I'm going into a quiet, dark hole, the last person I want to bring is somebody's going to chat my ear off the whole time. I don't need chatting. Ugh. Apparently, she writes on, I would recommend the Sky Cave, so this is the Darkness Cave, to anyone who feels called to do a solo dark retreat, who has done enough prior self-work to know how to blend your discomfort that will arise, and who is ready to witness the unknown and the unseen within themselves. Oh. Uh. She sounds like a lot. (laughs) Uh, On text, someone says, I think I could do the dark room, but definitely not the sound room where you can actually hear your own heartbeat. You know what? They some people because it is a soundproof room. Some people hear it say that at if you sit quietly enough, all you hear is. That's too much. And then what if what if you're just laying there and you're like, all right, I'm chill. I can. This is nice. And all of a sudden, it's like boop boop. Boop, boom, boop, boom, boop, boop, boop. You're like, why is my heart rate increasing? What is happening? Medic! Medic! Yeah. I don't know if you can call. I mean, I guess you could probably oh, yeah. call. Scott's out there grinding his ass. Scott's waiting by the door. <laughs> you rang. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's here. <laughs> I've been watching. Scott. Oh, yeah. It says here there's no hiding from yourself in the dark room. Oh. The truth is so obviously right here. And because you can feel so intensely and see so clearly... The cause of the suffering you are in or you are creating in this very moment, there is an opportunity for you to feel compassion for yourself and realize deep, meaningful change. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, let's say you're looking for some answers. Yeah. You were at a crossroads in your life. You sure. had a decision to make. Yeah. Is that when you take advantage of this sort of service? Because you don't want any distractions. You need full yeah. focus. But if you're just living your day to day, you're happy with life. Like, do you, is this... I, I don't mean, see anything to be gained. I don't see anything to be gained unless you're looking for some sort of a soul-searching experience. Yeah. Mm. Why don't we do this? 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I mean, first of all, I think we're going to have a hard time finding somebody who has ever done this. I mean, this is a pretty specific retreat in Oregon. You guys live in a cave? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 780-489-4669. It's not a bad question. How long you spend in the hole? <laughs> you, has anybody been in the hole? Yeah. Uh, are you in a cave? Uh, Has anybody done some sort of sensory deprivation? Maybe it's been a float room. Maybe it's been a dark room. Would you be able to do this? Like, I, I, mean, I, I would like to try. How yeah. many nights? Uh, I, I would like to try up to five. Five nights? I, uh, well, I would like to try, but I'd probably maybe three. I think you'd go absolutely crazy. But that's what I wonder. You if can't I, sit still for 30 minutes. But maybe this is what I need. I don't think so. Man, that place would look pretty impressive when I'm done yeah. with it. <laughs> How did he do all this in the dark? <laughs> really opened the room up. Open concept, baby. <laughs> if you did a dark room gut job, I would be, oh man, I'm all horned up. That'd be that. a great renovation show because it would look like a disaster. Could you imagine? <laughs> How long of a shift do we pull in in one of those? Uh, they got those chambers in town, like those yeah. floating yeah, yeah. pods. Are you doing like an hour? Yeah, I you probably, so. probably do an hour. Well, that sounds fine to me. Yeah. Has Benny, anybody been to like a yoga retreat where you didn't speak? Could you not speak for five days? Mm. I would like to try that. I think Kanye said he wasn't going to speak for 30, except for on Twitter. Well, yeah. Because he's got to get his views out there. Got to get those out. But he's not going to speak them. He's going to write them. But could you not speak for like, let's say five days? Oh, I could do that. That'd be tough. When you do one of those, can you like talk to yourself like this? No. No. You can't even, you're not trying to communicate with anyone else. Think, but no speak. Oh, I mean. Yeah. And I think you get kicked out immediately. They're like, you spoke out. 
Like what you just spoke. <laughs> you come with me. <laughs> All right. If you've done this, let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. How do we even start talking about this? Uh, oh, your story with the cave. With the cave. Cave living. Yeah, cave, cave living. living. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sensory cave. The sensory cave. Yeah. Well, mm, all darkness. All Sarah darkness. Oh, we Because there was something before that that got us onto that. I, uh, I was talking about kick the can. Pre-cave? Oh, you being in the dark and running around with uh, daylight savings time. Oh. That's oh, it. There it always comes back to <laughs> yeah, it. always comes back to it. <laughs> we were talking about daylight savings time because, of course, that happens on Sunday, and that means we're going to be in the dark a lot earlier. So darkness is going to start to descend on us in that four o'clock hour which sucks and then we were talking about being in the dark and crash was talking about playing in the dark because out in the bush in manitoba where there's no light pollution it Mm -hmm. is like super dark it is uh i do miss it because like even at the cabin you can see pollution oh yeah the light pollution from like the city and like shirt park and stuff yeah but uh yeah you i kind of miss that like black you saw those stars oh Yeah. yeah the stars are way more vibrant they're beautiful out at your mom's place. There was like nothing I'd ever oh, seen yeah. before. Yeah, every night. Um, so we started talking about uh, this YouTube video that I watched where people went to something called Sky Cave Retreats, which is a, I think it's down in the States. I think it's in Oregon, where there are dark rooms that are built into the sides of like cliffs and berms. And essentially what it is, is you go in there and you stay in there for a number of days in a completely dark room. Like, I mean, no light. So you've got a bed, you've got a sink, you've got a bathtub, you do have a kitchen, but you have to learn how to navigate all of that in the pure dark. Mm-hmm. By yourself. By yourself. And it's supposed to be like an enlightening thing, a find yourself thing, a soul cleansing thing, mm-hmm. a bring yourself back to existing without the thought of time, without the thought of social media, without the thought of the internet, without any sort of connectivity except for you and the earth. I wonder if you'd it. have some good sleeps. Like, maybe not initially, but eventually oh, yeah. your body's just like, well, relax. I can tell you this. If Haley went in, <laughs> her first day, 20 hours of sleeping. Oh, yeah. I'd come out and there'd be no bags under my eyes. He's <laughs> so refreshed. It's a whole new Haley. <laughs> Left to our own devices with nothing to do and no sense of time, how much would we sleep? Probably a lot. I think Probably a lot. lot. I bet you a lot. I'll bet you, especially those first two days, I'll mm-hmm. bet you it would be more than 10 hours. Because you got nothing to do. You got You're not nothing up for, to do. And maybe you just like, you initially overthinking everything, constantly thinking, maybe that would just exhaust you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, let's go to sleep. What would you guys do in the dark? Okay, without, wow. again, those meetings yesterday. So what would you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah, would yeah. you do um, in the dark? I would pray, Mars. You'd pray? Okay, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would That's think. what people want to hear. Okay, cross-legged <laughs> on the floor and only think pure thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to be, Haley. Eugene, what would you do? I don't want to say crank it. <laughs> you went to the meeting yesterday, so... Yeah, your meeting's today. Good yeah. luck, buddy. <laughs> I think I try to avoid my the, the truth inside myself. You try to avoid Who it? Who knows what lies in there? Oh, yeah, that would be terrifying, <laughs> right? right? Like, I'm, I'm genuinely happy. Yeah. What if I found out some awful, honest truth I about myself? That's why I'm all, I, I'm all about therapy, but good God, I would never dabble in that. I don't want them to unlock something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> would you guys, like, fart with wild abandonment? Like, just let it go? I do that normally. Yeah, I don't okay. know what the change is. Yeah. Oh, you guys would just, like, fart it up? Yeah, I'm in a box by myself in here. <laughs> Trying to smoke Scott out. <laughs> I know you're in here. He's not gonna see you, on you. You just hear him. <laughs> I know it. Stop. 
<laughs> Scott, by the way, if you're just joining us, he's the guy who like him and his wife own this retreat. He runs the cave. And Scott is the guy who delivers you your food and you don't get to go outside to mm-hmm. see it. There's like there's a door to the outside and then you go down the stairs and then there's a door to your dark room and Scott leaves everything that you need outside of that dark room. Mm. Uh, but a lot of people have participated in some sort of like sensory, sensory deprivation, yeah. whatever, chamber yeah, of sure. sorts. Um, Sarah, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, what kind of deprivation thing did you dabble in? Uh, I did one of those floating tanks. Yeah. So it was completely sensory deprivation. Yeah. Do you actually float or are you just kind of sitting on the bottom with water around you? No, you float because there's uh, like two tons of salt in there. So mm. you do float. Yeah. And what, what did you think? Did you like it? Oh, my God. So I did not. Um, <laughs> okay. I instantly was like, this is a weird smell. The water felt weird because of the salt. Sure. You were like kind of slimy. Yeah. Um, and I was just so distracted. And I found I was alone with my own thoughts, which I like hated, which is weird. Cause I'm a psychologist and I helped people with that. <laughs> You're like, this is They're not good. God, this like, I, no, I just, I just hated it. And I got out early. I showered. I waited for my boyfriend. He like got Extended time, he loved it so much, and I was like, "No, nope, I just don't. I don't like it." (laughs) Interesting, yeah, because yeah, people are texting in about those tanks. It works for some, and some people are like, "Hell no, I do not want anything to do with this." Yeah, too much being alone and hearing like your own heartbeat, like you guys were talking about. It's just no. I figured very quickly it was not for me. Did that feel like the longest hour of your life? Oh, yeah. And that's the hard part. You have no sense of time. time. It's the time. Looking for indicators. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, did you feel like, because I, I know you said that like sitting with your thoughts was like a really messed up thing to do. Did you feel any sort of like enlightenment or any sort of like learning or were you, like when you left there, even though you disliked it, were you like, wow, like I've got stuff to work on? Or were you like, I want to go? I knew I had stuff to work on. I didn't need the tank. Um, <laughs> right. I'm with you. I got you. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no sense of enlightenment. I just, I was too distracted by how it felt and smelt and hmm. yeah. 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 I, I would, yeah, I would be immediately like judging surroundings. What can I change? So what can I fix? Survive, survive in a dark room. Well, cause I can't see anything. Oh, cause I can't see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, All, yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Yeah, you, you too. too. Bye-bye. It's funny how powerful sitting with your thoughts are, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Unless I had, like, a big life choice to make. Like, imagine you were thinking about changing careers or mm-hmm. movies. Sure. And you had to decide something. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> that tank. Maybe then it would help, but just, like, what if you don't have a purpose, what do you do when you go in there? Like, where do you, what's the first thing you start thinking about? Like, where do you go? Like if you have no, if you have no I, end game, I think yeah. it's different for everybody. Maybe you just start like for you, Ginger. Maybe you think about your kids, or maybe you think about Rach, or you know maybe think about Ginger would think about his missed opportunity with a, a, a lavish saxophone career. Oh God! Maybe you think about your saxophone. Maybe you think about that, like all the missed opportunities. Maybe where where your life could have been. Maybe if you said yes to him or her. Maybe you think about like. Yeah, maybe if you, you didn't do. say yes to him or her. A sliding doors situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. A whole different life under there. Oh maybe my I God. love the tank. I get addicted to that. <laughs> oh, <life. no>. Race <laughs> is like, where are you going? <laughs> Third time this week, tank. Oh, <laughs> my God, it's like. You're God. holding me back. <laughs> I'll be in the tank. It's like Ginger's. <laughs> Ginger's like a meta world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Going into that. You just turn your bathtub into a tank. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't bother me. <laughs> Tank time for daddy. Just crying in the tub. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, yeah. This all helps you float. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, you didn't dabble in these uh, tanks. <gasps> you did a silent medita- uh, meditation retreat. I did. I have been to the tanks, and I love the tanks. You okay. got to get past the the weirdness of yeah. of the quietness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in 2020, I went to a six day retreat, meditation retreat in the states, and three of those days were silent. Wow. So no speaking. Um, no speaking. It was amazing how like was there like speaking police that would be like hey or you just uh, everyone trusted each other that no one would speak yeah we were we were we were down for the no speaking we we knew what we were signing up for it was hard the first day yeah um but then by the third day and the whole point is to realize there's nothing that you have to say like 99 percent of the stuff that comes out of us is bs basically oh yeah oh yeah big and time so, yeah, you eat with people, with strangers from all over the world in silence. You move about the grounds of the retreat center in silence. Um, and there was lots of eye contact and, you know, body language and stuff like that. And when we were allowed to speak again, um, it was weird because there was, we didn't know what to say because we didn't have to talk. Oh, so it wow. Was a really crazy, profound experience. Because you I just think, got used to body language. What, what was your first yeah. word? I think mine would be. Hello? <laughs> I don't remember. Like, what's yeah. your first word? Or is it like the F word? Or like, what is it? Yeah, like, what, what would is, it be? Yeah. What? That's crazy. Just everything that you just, you, you've been meaning to say. You just, bah! So for th- yeah. the first day of not being able to speak, was it a little bit of like a mental game? Like, was it a tough mental thing to get through? Yeah, because you were just used to, you know, someone holds a door open for you and you say thank you or, or you know, do you want to go walk down by the ocean after lunch or, you know, and so you just kind of, we just kind of wandered around like zombies actually, wow. like lost, like we don't know what to do, what to say, huh. there's nothing to say. Yeah, it was really interesting. So like really obviously for speaking is our first way of like making sure that our needs are met as like living mm-hmm. beings. So to make sure that your needs are met, like if you need to use the bathroom or if you were hungry, or if you needed water, you had to like sign, like, like mime your way through it. Yeah, basically. I'd love this. Oh, wow. I think, though, after a day, you would want to speak. I know, you're right. I do do, for a living. How do you debate with just your body language besides a surly face? I don't know. That's That's, crazy. Yeah, that's fascinating. Thanks for sharing that, Kels. Yeah, thanks, Kels. Yeah, no problem. Okay, take care. You too. Bye-bye. Kelsey, did she say which three days of the six? She said the first three. The first, the first three. So as soon as you get there, yeah. and then you could talk. Out. And then you could talk afterwards. And then it was probably that was probably coupled with a whole ton of meditation. And then, like she said, you, she realized you don't need to say a whole bunch of words to get uh, like points across. I guess after she's like, yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of what we're speaking is just BS. For sure, it is. Oh, yeah. absolutely, it is. Who mm-hmm. do you choose to spend your? Do you get more like superficial then though? Like because you. Like um, you go to all the hot people? Well, just if you got like free time at that retreat. You're like, oh God, I'm at Goop. <laughs> <laughs> yes! But who do you choose to spend your time with when you can't talk to someone to get to know them? Yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, once again, it's, you spend uh, it with yourself. Look like you don't like because like here's oh. just, just to sit beside at mealtime. Well, here's the thing: is like, and I'm not going to lie. Like, let's say I'm at like a non-speaking meditation camp. Yeah. Okay, and I'm not speaking, and I'm I picture myself sitting like on a hill under a really beautiful tree on a bright sunny day, and I'm in like a white robe. Yeah. I bet you okay. it's nothing. Like That's that. what I picture. <laughs> and like, let's say Haley comes over and she's also not speaking, and then Haley waves, and then I wave, and then we're just both sitting there, and then Haley stands up and tries to braid my hair. I'm <laughs> punching, <laughs> punching Haley, oh. and I'm. Yeah. I know better than to touch the yeah. hair. Haley's sitting under the tree lighting a dube. Uh, She's like, I'll see you in three days. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that one girl's really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Just a cherry in the darkness. <laughs> She hasn't moved in like three weeks. She's, inc- three she's incredible. Weeks. She's in such an enlightened space. Yeah, right. All she's done is sit on the same couch and just eat chips for three days. There is a cloud around her, but should we be concerned? <laughs> Don't breathe too deep, you guy. Yeah, right. I do wonder though, with the non-speaking, I'll bet you you're by. I'll bet you you're by herself. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, right? you're told to just kind of fly sure. solo. Um, here, uh, Craig's hanging on. How you doing, buddy? Hey, not too bad. How would you crash? Good, good. Um, hey, you will you'll go into these uh, sleep deprivation uh, water chambers, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah how uh, how often are you doing? Are, are are you doing this? Are you doing this on the reg? Uh, I've gone about thirty times over the course of like five six years. Wow, wow, that's a lot. What are you getting out of it? Like, what do you enjoy about it? It's well, you talk about time kind of playing tricks on you like you can go in having like your mind racing wanting to think about things you're in there for an hour but it feels like 20 minutes you're like i you feel like you barely got in and the next thing you know you're supposed to be getting out if you're really tired and like wanting to catch up on sleep you can go in there and fall asleep in there and an hour of resting in the tank feels like a four-hour refresh wow a lot of people are texting that in saying it's a refresh like nothing else do you um do you find that when you're not like when you're not sleeping and you're in the deprivation tank do your thoughts wander or are you able to kind of like stop that chatter and just allow for a clear head they wander for a certain time and then once that like realization that there's nothing you can do within the tank like you're committed to that time you just end up stop thinking and then it's just relaxed completely relaxing so what does stop thinking sound like like that there it is (laughs) there it is there it is how how many times did you have to do this tank before you were actually able to be quiet with your thoughts and then no thoughts uh, it took about three times to get okay. there. Because a lot of people have tried it for the first time, and they're like, hell no. I'm going to send you, Crash. I don't think you'd be able to do it. No, probably not. I'd take that tank apart. Yeah. <laughs> first time's definitely the most uncomfortable, and you don't know how long you're there for. So yeah. you think, That's like, has it been too long? Did they forget about me? That sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. It's funny how much we rely on time. Yeah. Yeah, everything's timed. It's, it's go, let's like go. how much we depend on it for our existence. Yeah. Well, that, that's awesome yeah. that it works for you. Well, the salt as well, it's Epsom salt. So it's got magnesium sulfate in it. Yes. Which is a natural muscle relaxant. Yes, Mars, it is. you love this. I know, I love salt. All your joints, muscles, everything releases when you're in the tank. Huh. Everything? Well, well no. He's I mean, well, if you got tension in your body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not true. I'm like, clean up tank two. Clean up. <laughs> Craig was there. Yeah, Craig was there. That's fascinating. I'm glad you enjoy it, man. Thanks yeah, for sharing really that. Yeah, that's really neat. Thanks, Craig. I highly recommend it. Everyone should give it a try. Cool, buddy. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. First of all, guys, it finally happened. 
Mounties in Alberta have requested urgent lab tests after a package of Sour Patch Kids that were handed out on Halloween have returned a presumptive positive test for fentanyl. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Parents in the central Alberta town of Rocky Mountain House turned the package over to police after noticing it was open and there were three pieces of something strange inside. Like, that, that couldn't have been deliberate, right? That had to have been like an accidental grab thrown into someone's bag. Well, they say that it's possible that someone had fentanyl residue on their hands when they were putting together the candy for the kiddos. Although the package shouldn't be opened. You'd hope so. And you shouldn't have residue like that on your hands. Because even just well, little amounts is dangerous, right? I know, but like you're... you're if you're do, producing it. You're doing Fent. And you're like, oh, it, trick-or-treaters are coming tonight. You're not using your brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that and you've got to get the candy together, you yeah. know? Oh. I mean, there's pretty big chunks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, no. Mm. That's not good. Yeah, and a kid would have no idea. Yeah, RCMP are not saying when there's more tests that are going to be done, but they do just want to put that out to the public because fentanyl is obviously dangerous. Tampering with Halloween candy, by the way, guys, is incredibly rare. Like, it's extremely rare. Yeah. In years past, like, obviously it was an issue, but as years go on, I feel like it just kind of goes away from the news. Like, yeah. it's not happening as often. My mom and dad never let us eat any of the, um, like, if we got an apple, nope. Like all the homemade stuff? All the homemade stuff. It was always binned. We were never allowed to eat it. Yeah. Ever. Food was at a premium in our house, and that got thrown out. It did, hey. But I grew up in a time where everybody was concerned about razor blades. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're always concerned about something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, razor blades makes more sense than giving away your drugs. I agree. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because why are you giving those away? Mm -hmm. Uh, Did your kids get a lot of homemade homemade stuff this year? Not a lot. I think that's sort of out the homemade stuff. Yeah, because chances are it's going to be thrown out, right? Even if the parents don't throw it out, the kids don't like, were you reaching for that that bag of popcorn popcorn ball or something? Yeah. Like a nice thank you for trying, but no. This is (laughs) terrible news on two fronts, though, because one, like, obviously, if people are putting drugs in the candy, that could be incredibly dangerous for the children. Yeah. Two, like, I actually got to check my kids' candy now. You know how much candy they get? Yeah. You know how many days I would spend sorting through yeah, it? When was the last time you checked, or never, have you ever? Never. Never. I never, never would. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? With your story, as you were reading it, Andrea shot us a text. She goes, oh my God, I'm currently downing my kids' Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it 20 minutes, Andrea. Yeah, so they do say, like, obviously, maybe, like, throw out the candy that's been open. So if you're going through your kid's stuff and if you see candy, like, again, the homemade stuff or mm-hmm. any, like, if, like, because if you've opened, like, a big bag of, like, sour soothers and individually put them in, like, little Ziplocs. Not good. I mean, it's, again, it's probably best just to throw it out. It's probably yeah. fine, but. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, everything should be a sealed from factory yeah. uh, product. There is a lot of candy for kids to go through now, though. I guess <laughs> There's uh, some kids That showed up at my house With Ikea bags Oh wow Hey that's a great idea Like the big blue ones <laughs> Yes, yes. Did, they, did they have a good haul in there They were full Yeah they were done All kids. these little kids Were carrying these bags They were massive It's funny how Like parents though Are like work for it Yeah <laughs> You, you carry it. drag it <laughs> Cause don't you usually do Like the little bag And then you dump it You need it? the dumper Yeah you, Yeah you dump it Into the into the car Like do you whatever? carry a wagon That way you can Like dump your candy in there There was kids out with wagons Yeah we always just did a pillowcase. Yeah. yeah so we didn't we. have we didn't have a master bag to mm-hmm. dump into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yeah. just like make your kids carry their own bags and that's uh, it? I, I carry bigger oh, bags. Yeah, really? Yeah. They can unload, yeah. Yeah, and they can dump it in there. Because it gets heavy. It does. Mm-hmm. Especially like people are more generous now than we were kids, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's way more candy going on, like Haley said. Like they need bigger vessels to carry it all. Yeah. yeah. A lot more pop going around. Pop was a rare treat. Right. Pretty, pretty common these days. Yeah, yeah a lot of heavy, heavy stuff. They'll come home with a six pack. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, all right, guys, I had this in the news and uh, it, go to your bathroom cabinets when you guys get home today okay. and uh, look at that dry shampoo that you've got. Health Canada has now received more than 100 reports of incidents or injuries related to dry shampoo products that were recalled last month. You might remember right, I had that Dublin, news yeah. because of the benzene, a cancer causing chemical. So make sure you go and throw it out because now people are reporting adverse effects to dry shampooing their hair. Is there just like a whole like bad batch? Well, there must be. Like a bad chemical mixture that just went out to a whole bunch of dry shampoos? The recall was done October the 18th, which included more than 1.5 million units of dry shampoo products manufactured by Dove, Bedhead and Tresemme. They were sold across the country between January 2020 and October of this year so like two years of products oh my god I've used two years of this product on my hair no well your hair looks fantastic thank you I know Uh, but yeah I've been using it you were using one of the ones the recall ones yeah I've used the Dove Mm -hmm. Uh, I've used the Tresemme and I've used the bedhead. Oh my god! And they they say think it, the really bad stuff was in January 2020, and oh. I sprayed that oh all over the place. Maybe uh, it didn't make it to your scalp. It did. Uh, it was directly onto my scalp because oh, that's where you put dry shampoo. Oh really? Oh, you don't just go like. No, because you're trying to get like. Oh, the grease. The grease, right? So you go like that, and then you go. Oh wow! Jeez. Is this one of those things where like? As you guys were using it, you knew it was too good to be true. Like this dry shampoo craze. You know what? I don't even find it to be that great. I like the one, uh, Haley, what's the one that we use? Batiste. The Batiste. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I like the, the Batiste. I like I'm, the Batiste too. Yeah. I'm looking through. Is there, is Batiste, does Batiste contain bad stuff too? It doesn't look is like it. Is it just a matter of time before they come for Batiste? I don't, th- I've got a can in our office. I spray it all the time. Yeah. It looks like it's okay. And now you have lung issues. It oh. doesn't look like it has benzene oh. in it. I'm mm. on a, a couple web pages looking at the ingredient list. So benzene is the, the problem. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's been recalled. Hmm. So you guys, like, just, you know, keep that in mind. And again, just throw it all out. It looks like it hasn't been tested for benzene yet, though. So they don't oh, jeez. Oh. oh, God. Nexus 2 down in the States. I have a uh, hairspray of that. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely people that I know who use Nexus and stuff like that. That's Nexus? a little scary. Someone yeah, that is a Nexus? little scary. <laughs> no, Crash, it's not like jump the line Nexus. No, he's, no. He's, he is a card carrier. For <laughs> he uses it for his international travel. This <laughs> it gets you. I yeah. wish I could use it in Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Look at the recall. If you've got the stuff, I mean, it's probably for the best. Just throw it in the garden. The garbage. Yeah. Not your, your garden. garden. Sorry, I'm getting tired today. That's why our garden didn't yeah. grow this year. <laughs> oh, vegetables so sickly. So much benzene in there. I just throw them full, full aluminum cans. <laughs> the neighbors love yeah, the garden. Just, it's in just, the front yard. I finish my hair and I, instead of taking it to the garbage, I just <laughs> right into the right into the just garden. Boot it yeah. in there. Are you guys excited for the movie Avatar? No. Oh, yeah. I forgot they're doing yeah. it now. This is what? How many, like a decade later? Oh, more. More than that. Like 14 years, Oh, I my think? God. Yeah. I, I don't think Avatar is going to have the same effect as it did when it initially rolled out. Well, Avatar, The Way of the Water is set to be released on December the 16th. And uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a huge movie. Did you guys see the runtime on it? Oh, is that a long boy? It's over three hours. Oh, Cameron's got a lot to say. Come on, though. I won't be watching that. Three hours. That's way too long for a movie. 
Once again, we were just talking like attention spans and like I I can't. I can't. I can't either. I can I can do a long movie. Yeah. yeah. If it's like a good movie, uh-huh. yeah. I don't mind a long movie, but I I do like a bathroom break. I wouldn't mind a little intermission because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be drinking and eating during in the theater, and I don't know when to go. I'm yeah, gonna have to go. You'll yeah. miss a good spot. I just drank, you know, one and a half liters of soda. Yeah. I got to bust a piss. You well, do. I, I, and I'm just going to guess when the best time to go is? Wow. Well, let's be honest. You're going to be hitting a VIP theater. You're drinking booze. That's it, too. Booze, yeah, kid, booze three runs three hours. way just, quicker. Just give us a quick five. Mm-hmm. Like an intermission. Yes. Go to the At a good spot. Like yes. that even maybe James Cameron decides upon. Yes, he should get It's his movie. He should yeah. get the choice. He should let everyone know this is a boring part in the movie. You got five minutes. Otherwise, you gamble. Yeah. Like, I am. this looks like a slow part. I hope I don't miss anything. And then you walk back in and everyone's like, oh, Oh like people are crying. Yeah. You missed the best We're part. Like, oh, what a twist! This will change everything going forward. Like it's gonna change what? Yeah, <laughs> no! yeah, three hours. I can't hold. I can't hold it for three hours. No, there's no That's way. That's way too long. Way too long. Like and I, oh, so I, yeah, I still didn't even uh, see the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio one filmed here in Alberta. Way too long. Revenant didn't see it. Way too long. I never saw it either. That's like a two two fifty runtime. It's a bear. Yeah. yeah, was Most it good? Incredible scenes you've ever seen. Yes, one of the one of the Oscar finally oh, much okay. deserved Oscar. And like right. in reality, I can uh, sit at home and watch it and pause it and just go uh, bust a piss if I need to. Yeah, but um, I don't. Way too long. You're right. This feels like a sit at home and watch kind of movie. Yeah. You're famously impatient though. That's true. <laughs> Twenty minutes in, nah. <laughs> I will say that first Avatar, it was like meh. Uh, it was meh, uh, but it still was by far the best 3D movie I've ever seen. Like visually, sure, visually, it yeah. was incredible. Mm-hmm. The movie's like pretty, pretty meh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it looked awesome. But like now with the advancement of technology and like the video, like how, is it going to be shocking? Well, that's what he had. To, apparently, that was part of the wait. Cameron was waiting for the technology to catch up with what his mind's eye could see. Like, what else can you do? I don't know. Because now it's is fantastic. It's incredible. I have never watched Avatar again. Uh. Like, if it was like on like regular Ugh. TV, mm. no thanks. Mm. But I think I'll go see this in you the think theater. So, hey? Really? Because the first one looked so good. Yeah. I'll be honest, I did not enjoy it at all. I know, I just, <laughs> it, I looked, like, it looked incredible. I've I, never seen anything you like take it. a chance at it. Oh, be, yeah. It'll be even better than anything that's ever been put take out. Take a chance on James. Yeah. yeah. Are you James going to watch the original Avatar before you... To catch up, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> never again. Just to yeah. remind you what, what you're again. going into. I'm with Crash, or with Ginger, rather. I saw Avatar in the theater as well, and I hated it. Yeah, I didn't like, care for visually, it. Visually, I mean, it was, it was nice. Yeah. But, oh my God, it was a really terrible... Terrible movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you did you even see Avatar? I didn't see it in theater. No. I, I saw some. I, I don't even think I saw the entire thing. I saw some of it at home. It actually wrecked the theater for a long time because then everyone did 3D. Yeah. But the yeah. 3D was like nowhere near that good. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. just like slapped on and it was terrible. At that time with the 3D, was that just cardboard glasses, red and green? No, they had the cool shades like they got now. Oh, the plastic? Yeah, they're the yeah. plastic, plastic ones. Yeah, yeah. This one though, you're not, you, I mean, obviously you don't have to wear shades and stuff to go see it, but... Yeah, it's over three hours. This text here, 5679, says, Guys, I missed the murder scene in Gone Girl because I went to the bathroom. <gasps> it's yeah. the best part. Yeah, that's, that's like, the, that's the, like the scene. Well, yeah, that is that's there's the, the movie. whole second half of the movie is because <laughs> oh of that murder God. scene. See, that's the risk we take. Yeah, that yeah. is. Oh, this text here says, I genuinely want to open a theater that has intermissions. Movies are getting far too long. They are. 
Well, teens are allowed to play video games and take leaks and bottles. Why can't we do it at the theater? Oh, well, I mean, that's not a it's not a bad cups, question, right? It's I got a big throat. Yeah, you just get. To, do they still? Uh, it's been a while since I bought like a Pepsi. Do they have the the big mouth? Well, just you get the you get the the fountain pop. It's got that big. Oh yeah, yeah just right in yeah. the cup. Right I mean, there. I paid VIP prices. Am I a VIP or not? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> don't look at me. Please don't pee in cups or bottles at the movie theater. Say, that's not allowed. No, don't do that. That landmark. <laughs> those landmarks have like the dividers yeah, a little there you privacy go. oh do they really some people might bring a little blanket no, with please, them please please oh. don't oh my no, god I don't no. want to see that VIP baby I'm no. a jizz peeking around the divider yeah don't be a perv pervert this, now this, I'm the perv <laughs> this text here 56789 says Crash don't watch that Leonardo DiCaprio movie it's terrible it gets nailed by a bear for three hours that's it oh not, gotcha not, not nailed he mauled Oh. oh, very different. Oh, right. They uh, wrote nailed. But okay. <laughs> like, That's okay. <laughs> I feel like an hour of that would have been plenty. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not the movie I was thinking. Right. The bear scene is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. just, like, just, just Google that at least. Just YouTube that and just spend 90 seconds watching that. Mm-hmm. It's literally just the bear scene. Well, the whole, what's the name of the movie again? It doesn't stick in my head. Revenant. Revenant. Revenant, right. It's got him and Tom Hardy. You guys Tom Hardy fans? Yeah, I like Tom Hardy. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Honestly, I just, Batman's three hours, beat? I just, I can't for three hours. Watch your audio. Yeah, I, I literally loaded a part that looks like he is getting nailed by the bear. <laughs> 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 I just have a face screaming at me with a bear like this behind him. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. All right, let me fire that up. Yeah, watch, okay. watch. Yeah. Oh, I'm not rounding it. Okay. It's in my ear. Um, okay. It's so like, this is basically the whole reason why you should watch a movie. Well, I mean, that scene's a, scene, it's a hell of a scene. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. And the movie's like, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. the best, but it's a... It's okay. It's a good movie. All right. Well, the actors on Avatar The Way of the Water had to work with specialists to learn how to hold their breath for underwater scenes. And Zoe Saldana got to the point where she could hold hers for almost five minutes. Oh my goodness. Jeez. That is so impressive. Two of her cast members, though, did much better holding their breath. Sigourney Weaver held her breath underwater filming Avatar for six and a half minutes. Hmm. Holy crap. That's crazy you can train yourself to do that, eh? Kate Winslet, always the overachiever, went seven minutes holding her breath underwater. Wild. Asked why he made the cast hold their breath instead of using CGI, director James Cameron said, quote, you want it to look like the people are underwater, so they need to be underwater. If you were making a Western, you'd be out there learning how to ride a horse. That's a great point. So oh, how, yeah. how do you learn how to hold your breath like that? You work with breath experts, and apparently, guys, holding your breath for longer than, I don't know, five minutes is possible. I guess, yeah, you just keep holding your breath longer and longer and longer and yeah. trying to find ways to really regulate it. Mm-hmm. Probably cardio. Cardio is king. Oh, yeah, you've got to probably be t- a tip-top shape, I would imagine. Yeah, you've yeah. got to breathe in really hard. <gasps> <laughs> I'll see you in five. <laughs> you guys won't be able to hold it for five. You won't even be able to do a minute. Oh, I can do, I can do a minute. Oh. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. you know what? You guys, see if you can hold your breath for a minute. I'll time you here. I've got a t- countdown here in the studio. Yeah. Same way, buddy. All right, you ready? Okay. <clears throat> okay, take your breath. <sighs> and hold it. We'll go one minute. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I don't know if they will be either. I mean, maybe one minute. I think a minute's going to go by a lot slower than what they think it's going to. Yeah, I'm going to put the bet. I think they're going to make 45 seconds. 45? Don't think think they're going to quite make a minute. All right. Here, do you guys want me to give you some? Okay, you guys are at 15 seconds. 
No notes, Crash. Pretend you're at a meditation spa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, Crash is uh, struggling. Yeah. Okay, you guys are at 30 seconds. It's hard, hey? It's hard. I think Ginger's breathing through his nose. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are at 45 seconds. You there you have go. 15 seconds to go. Can you do it for 15 more? Crash is going to pass out. You guys can do anything for 15 seconds. Yeah. Just start counting in your head. You got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> oh! oh, God! Oh, oh my God, I thought that my head's... Long. I feel like my head's going to explode. That was, that's long, eh? Ginger, I thought I almost won it. What did you write to Ginger? You wrote him a note. He's a diver. You put, I'm a diver. <laughs> I'm a diver. Couldn't help yourself. <laughs> You almost lost it there, buddy. <laughs> oh my god, that's hard. I used to. Didn't you guys ever like hold your breath as kids? Yeah, I used oh to, yeah. The most I ever did, I did ninety seconds once, and I thought, oh. to be honest, for a time, I thought I had the world record until I found out people do like six, five, minutes, six, seven, yeah, eight, nine yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah, until you saw the Guinness book. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> people want you to do it again, but both of you have to plug your nose. Well, I'm not going to get them. No, to do I'm, it again. one. That's that one and done. That's all you had. It's an yeah. honor system here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. Whew. That it's is hard, hard. Though, hey? What a what a talent! Essentially, it's a talent. I couldn't what a imagine, skill. I could imagine doing anything while I was holding my breath. Yeah, like, imagine yeah, like like acting, acting or like moving around or because all yeah. that takes energy. And like they had to do it underwater. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like imagine us getting thrown in tanks too. Like there is zero chance to cheat. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't cheat at all. Sounds like Crash cheated. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read too much between the lines. There, you were turning your head away. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your whiskers blown in the yeah, wind. <laughs> but nonetheless, Avatar coming out in December. It's going to be three hours, and yes, they hold their breath underwater, so Whew. you'll be able to go and check that, that is out. Crazy. Uh, this is kind of a fun little story. A couple of guys found a paper towel dispenser that sounds like one of the vocal shouts in Taylor Swift's song "I Knew You Were Trouble." <gasps> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Ah! Yeah, that's ah! exactly it. Trouble, mm. yeah. trouble, oh, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, exactly that spot. Yeah. So uh, they found a towel dispenser. They thought it sounded like that part, and then I've got like somebody mixed it together. This is not that guy that like makes uh, awesome voices in those tubes, is it? No, Remember no. Remember the TikTok guy? No, this is a paper towel dispenser. Like they were in a public bathroom. They were oh, like, this is just, oh, this is not yeah. the tube. Okay, no. gotcha. Yeah. No, no, no. So here's here's the video. And then I'll play you guys like the the remix that was put together as well. You ready? Mm. Okay, here we go. Now I'm lying on the cold hard ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little far fetched, but it is hilarious. <laughs> I think there's like a sco- squealing in the in the paper towel, <laughs> the kind of thing. Um, okay, so here we go. Let's uh, let's have a listen to here to what somebody put together. Have a listen. Now I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. <laughs> now I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. I do like it. <laughs> then they, so, <laughs> you gotta have the goats. You gotta have the goats. Then they threw the goats in there. <laughs> I love 
the goat one so <laughs> The goat much. is the best. I'm proud of those screaming goats. Yeah. <sighs> we're starting to hear, like, you know how we, our brain naturally finds, like, faces and things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're starting to find music and things. I agree. Yeah. You, you were talking TikTok. A lot of people have, like, uh, if their faucet makes a sound, sometimes oh, yeah, they squeal. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like the intro to Snoop's uh, Drop It Like It's Hot. Mm. Oh, does it? Do you yeah. Have, do you have some audio Let me of find it? one here. Hold on yeah. a second. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, little sounds are like, oh my God, sounds like this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cute, actually. The paper towel dispenser, really, uh, s- similar? Not bang on, obviously. It's not but, bang on, no. Yeah, and no. it goes for a smidge too long. Yeah, it does. I think that's because it looks like it's um like an automatic one. Yeah, it's just those motorized yeah, ones. Yeah, the motorized yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> the sensors. Yeah, exactly. Which never put out enough paper towel. They no. never do. You gotta like, swipe them a couple times. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Give me more. This is a shower with some squeaky pipes. All, All right. right. Check this out here. <laughs> <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> Here he goes again. <laughs> that is bang on. That is good. Here's, here's someone's just their bathroom faucet. Yeah. Your brain looks for it. It does. It does. Oh, I love it. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Oh, that's super cute. That's super cute. And then also, if you need a really cute video to get you through your Friday today, if you closed your eyes and played this video, you'd probably think that it was a kid just making like fart sounds. Mm -hmm. But no, it's better than that. This is actually a dog named Gus uh, who got a hold of an empty paper towel holder in his mouth. So like the long cardboard thing. And... um, yeah, he uh, decided to, I guess, breathe through it pretty heavy and then run away from his owners. Have a listen. <laughs> this is a dog? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh I think, no! I think he's kind of like I think he's kind of snorting through it. Oh, I think but so. He was he ran away with one of those yeah. long like paper towel and then. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, you got to put a paper towel uh, tube cute. on your dog. Oh, this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm giving him both paper tubes and I'm letting him run around the house. Damn yeah. right. <laughs> this is gonna sound like a fart symphony. <laughs> it's pretty damn cute. So if you do guys do want to check that out, I'll get a link up to the video here That's in the app great. for you. Yeah. And he does not. You know how like they don't want to give it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they just, uh, yeah, they just keep breathing through it. Where they it do there. The, the thing where they kind of like stop and they look at you. Yeah. And then they're, and then they're Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Link to the YouTube video is up in the app there for you guys this morning if you want to head on over and have a look at it. <laughs> Looks like he's smoking a cigar. He <laughs> <laughs> does. It's super cute. <laughs> Super cute. All right, when it comes to your health, you can get away with almost anything in your 20s and your 30s. But after that, you're pretty much doing whatever you can to stave off aging. A new study found that the average American begins to notice their signs of aging at the age of 42. And because they only asked Americans and they're our neighbor, I'm going to say we probably feel the same. 42 mm-hmm. is the year when you really start feeling the signs of aging. Oh, no. It gets worse. On average, <laughs> on average, people believe that they peak 
of, of their health is at the age of 34. And then after that, it's pretty much downhill from there. Downhill after 34? Yeah. Not oh everyone, God. though, was that lucky. 15% of people say that they notice signs of aging before mm-hmm. 34. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep funny anymore. It wrecks my neck for a week Does and a half. It? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, you get destroyed. I'm still, like, tender from last week when I slept funny, and yeah. I had a, a crick in my neck. I still can't look all the way over on my left side. Really? And, like, we've oh, talked yeah. about this before. Haley's aging before her eyes. Yeah. Like, last yeah. week or whatever, she rolled in with a magic bag. I am old. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, even I don't have a magic bag. <laughs> I have one for work and one for home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Business bag. <laughs> Someone says, guys, I'm 35 and growing gray hairs. Yeah. Oh, thankfully, I'm not at that point yet. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, Crash. Not you, Crash. Yeah. Thankfully, a magical man named Danny shows up and fixes it all. So he tends to my hair. He tends to <laughs> the gray hair. He'll let me know if there's some grays in there. Yeah. Is that the first thing we notice, grays? Well, here's what they say that we do notice. Uh, for men, male pattern baldness is on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, gray hairs and wrinkles. Okay. Obviously, those are the big ones. The also though mentioned before the age of 35, joint pain, high blood pressure. Mm. You also had that. Yeah. Oh, geez. Diabetes, slower metabolism, weight gain, and chronic issues. Mm. On average, the age of 39 is when people start to freak out and make changes to their health and wellness routines. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm totally doing that. I'm panicking. I'm running out of time. Yeah, I know you are. Time for 39? Well, what, what happens when I hit 40? I'm well, dead. I'm about to tell you. You're oh. gonna, it all goes downhill. Oh, jeez. Oh, Yay. <laughs> yeah. This they, is why I'm panicking. They do say, regardless of your age, you should be taking care of your health now so that you don't have any serious stuff go down after the age of 42. <sighs> serious stuff go down? Like serious what, stuff what, go down. What's going down? Um, well, this could be anything from like, like pa- pancreatitis, high blood pressure, cholesterol. Like failure of my uh, organs? Heart stuff, organ failure, oh, you know, God. all that stuff. Yeah, start taking care of it oh now. Oh, my God. What's the first thing we start doing to, once we notice yeah. uh, an aging sign? Like, yeah. what do we, we go to the gym, we eat better, yeah. we dye our hair? Probably the first thing, if you need to lose a few LBs, get rid of those. Yeah. Makes Mars, a big difference. Mars uh, bought me some acid. Oh, cool. No, I bought you hyaluronic acid for your face. Oh, I'm like, trips. <laughs> this will help you. Trip your way into 20. <laughs> I know what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's like a, a serum dropper. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh, She's yeah. like, put a couple drops here, do this. I'm like, oh my God, this As is a big routine. you've already got three on your tongue, you're like, put away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do it. <laughs> Uh, so I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, first of all, are you, let's say, 45 years old and the healthiest you've ever been? You're like, you know what? I'm defeating age. This is what I'm doing. When I posted that one picture of the gym selfie, uh, I had no idea there's a uh, hashtag of fit for 40 yep. or fit at 40. Fit at 40 is a yeah, good sure, one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I had no idea that a lot of people are like, oh my God, I need to get my uh, life in order in, here. In order at 40. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're Haley's age and you feel like you're um, aging rapidly. <laughs> are your bones also glass? <laughs> <laughs> and you're in your 20s. Yes. 20s. <laughs> what would you say, Haley, makes you feel the oldest? Like where you're like, where you're recognizing like you're internal voice says oh I'm getting old uh, probably when I get excited about kitchen appliances <laughs> okay oh, so right well, away you're like oh I'm yeah. getting old oh, yes. yeah, yeah, and then time. picking up I'm going Aah! yeah when you lift it yeah <laughs> you're, like, I bend over. you're like oh my god this air fryer actually has some weight to it oh! or like sitting on the couch I do a lot of 
Yeah. Or oofta. I feel like, yeah, as you get older, you make more sounds, right? Oh, oh yeah. So much sounds. Mm. I, I so miss uh, lifting with my back. It was my favorite way to lift. <laughs> yeah. Just put it all in the back. Oh, yeah. What are you doing now? Full legs. Yeah. I know. I was trying that. And then uh, beginning of summer, remember I messed oh, up my back? Oh, yeah, you yeah. did mess up your yeah. back. Yeah. Whoops. Should have read the uh, brochure on Whoops. proper lifting. <laughs> remember, you came in with your back all messed up, too. Well, how did you do that? My back's constantly jagged. Mm. It is, hey? There's just like it's... It's just like, it's just there. That's just like a part of my day-to-day now. Yeah, you just live you can, with it. Is just, this really? You just feel your back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gingy. Yeah. Do you have numb leg? Legs are good. Oh, Legs got yeah. feeling. Okay. You got numb leg? Ah, I still got numb leg. Still? Yeah, well, I'm working on it. Mm. I've done many different methods. This, he's doing everything but what he should be doing, which is going to the doctor. Well, I will. Yeah. I just got to make an appointment. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here <laughs> says, guys, I'm 27 years old and I have horrible joint pains. I'm bald and I have a dad bod. Honestly, the list goes on. I'm not looking forward to when I get old at 27. Hey, we've done shows, though. People love bald and dad bods. They sure do. Hate oh, yeah. joint pain, though, so I'd keep oh, that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put that in your profile. Oh, gross. <laughs> he smell like Rub A535. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen. Uh, imagine if you showed up on a date and someone reeked of A535. You, you leave them alone. They are having a rough go. <laughs> Wanted to be limber for later, Wink Wink. <laughs> That sounds about right. (laughs) All righty. So the new study found that the average person begins to notice the signs of aging at 42. And on average, people believe they're at peak health when they are 34 years old. I want to know from you guys if you've got a story to share on either side of this. Sure. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, Maybe uh, you turned it around and maybe you're on the other side of this. You're like, nope, to hell with that study. I'm at my peak shape at 42 or older. Mm. Or maybe you're 26 years old and this morning you're putting on your wrist brace because you type too much. <laughs> Listen, yeah, right. Carpal tunnel's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Haley had a wrist brace. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a sore spot. My friend. That's right. She immediately grabbed her wrist. <laughs> I totally forgot, Haley. I apologize. A good, a good dainty wrist. Yeah. yeah. And I sleep like this with them all curled up on my chest. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Carpal tunnel, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, if you've got a story to yeah. share, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking, though, right now, if you're joining us, about this story uh, that says a new study found that the average person really begins to notice the signs of aging at about 42. And on average, people believe that they're at the peak of their health at 34. And uh, Haley said that she can relate because, you know, she's in her 20s still and yeah. she's got creaky everything and I, crick necks. And I peaked at 22. That was my health peak. She peaked at 22. Peaked at 22. It's all downhill from here, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, Ginger, what would you say is your peak health oh, here? Oh, it would have been the 20s. It would have been the 20s. Yeah. But I do absolutely nothing to maintain any sort of health. Right. I'm actively hurting That's not myself. True. No, you eat well and stuff. I chase your kids around. Yeah. Oh, I guess, but I mean, I don't like do anything like extra right yeah you know what what I mean? the pipes like, just, you do life it's just whatever yeah whatever yeah. Uh, uh natural aging curve is i think <laughs> you're at your healthiest like if you didn't with no like gym or yeah. making healthy choices dietary wise probably in your 20s right yeah probably i would imagine so you could like what's the latest you could be your healthiest because even let's say in your 70s you really dedicate yourself to fitness but You'll still never be you no, you, you won't be as fit as you would at like 30 like in your in your 50s if you step on the gas, know. could you still? I think you could. There's fifties. You could probably still hold. People are texting you and saying they're thirties, thirties, late thirties. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like you're probably in the best shape you've ever been, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so Health right wise? now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. And you're knocking on the door forty. Yeah, 
Because I treated my body poorly. <laughs> no, but you also, like, you were, you were, you go go up and down with it a little bit. Like, you go, because you were also in really good shape uh, a couple years after Now Radio Someone's launched. noticing. <laughs> no, I just, really an impact. Yeah. no, I just know because of, it, like, of him just not being around. Remember your fat boy summer? <laughs> no, I Mars does. No, it I was just. Good. Mars <laughs> no, 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 no. You no. pig. <laughs> She liked it thick. <laughs> no, it's just because I, I just know because you're never, you weren't at home. You know what I mean? Like when you're, when you're training, you're not at home and that's fine. Yeah. It's but good. I had a trainer that was fine. Yeah. yeah like you should be. I thought I could carry go. on continue it after. Nope. Yeah. 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 Now then I really rolled into Fat Boy Summer. <laughs> no, you didn't. You never. I got a love handle. <laughs> one love handle? It's the one side got a little loose. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I couldn't believe it. It just hung over my Puts waistband. <laughs> Crash was walking through the kitchen the other day and the cats were in there. He's like, I gotta get rid of my gut, Chloe. And I turned around. I'm like, what gut? I'm gonna fight him. <laughs> it's, it's there. If you can grab you onto it, right? Gut. And especially like to talk like that, like you have one of the fattest cats I've ever seen. I, no, she looks good now. She She's must, that must kill her to hear you criticizing yourself. And she knows what she means. She's going to get you. She wanted to eat my love handle. <laughs> she did lick her lips. She did. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, have you been in a situation where uh, maybe you're younger and you're like, oh God, I really got to make a change. They say 42 is, uh, is the year when you really start to realize like, oh man, my body is getting old. But we're asking you, uh, maybe like, because Haley's, sometimes says that she's aging like milk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which I don't, I laugh at it, but I don't believe that, Haley. I age like milk in the sun. No, I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm <Just laughs> getting lumpy and smelly. <laughs> oh. Haley, that's not true. It's so much fun, though. Yeah, right? It's so nice. <laughs> or maybe you're on the other side of it, and you're like, your study is bullcrap. I'm, you know, like 41, 42, feeling 45, good. and I'm feeling great, and here's what I've done. Give us a shout. We want to know. A little wheezy on the steps, but feeling good. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, 7804 now if you got a story here. Um, uh, Krista, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing hey. fantastic. At, at a particular age, you realize you're like, oh my God, I'm feeling pretty old, but you kind of change things up, eh? Yeah, so I started having kids young. So I was married at 19, had my first at 20, and then my second at 24. Oh yeah. my God. And I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of uh, blessed with good genetics and I took it for granted. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I hit about 27, I realized that I was always on the go and I had a home-based business and I was just kind of grabbing and eating whatever. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I don't feel so good anymore. So I started getting into working out and going to the gym. Wow. And then in turn, I got into running, and now I'm 31 years old, and I'm an ultramarathon runner. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Okay, so I've been watching all these, like, YouTube videos on women who are ultramarathon runners and who are, like, running, like, the death race, and, like, there's a big one in Montreal or in Quebec. Yeah, yeah. And, like, all around the world. What is the longest you've ran in the shortest amount of time? Okay, so I'm kind of, I've ran 12 ultra marathons at this point. Holy I'm still God. a little you. fish in a very big pond. <laughs> so I've only gone 126 kilometers. I was doing a 24-hour race called Survivor Fest in Sherwood Park. Yes. And it's a 24-hour race, but I had some swelling in my ankle to the point where I couldn't bend my foot anymore. Oh, damn. So, oh yeah, so after 20 hours, I had to pull out, but I got to 126 kilometers, but I'm 
hoping next year I'll be able to hit the 100-mile mark, but I have a friend who just finished uh, a race in Moab that was 240 miles. Oh, my God. Miles, wow. Miles, um, yeah. Crazy. So when you run your ultramarathon, like the one in Short Park, do you sleep? Like, I know that you guys have a crew with you that, like, meets you at certain checkpoints and stuff, but are, like, are you one to, like, sleep for a little bit? Or? I've never, no, I've hey? never slept at any of my races oh, cool. because the longest I've ever ran was just the 20 hours. Yeah. Which, you know, sounds like a lot to someone who's maybe not involved in that type of community, but once you get involved in that, you realize it's, it's actually pretty short. Like, they just did this, um, this run called called the Backyard Ultra World Championships, mm-hmm. and you run 6.7 kilometers every hour on the hour. And I think they went for, like, over 100 hours. Oh, my God. Holy so smokes. let's say it takes you 45 minutes to run that. Well, you've only got a 15-minute break until your next hour starts. Yeah. So, like, this world of ultra marathoning, it's, it's growing pretty big, and it's so amazing. Like, the Edmonton running community is the best. <laughs> is it um is it more of a mental challenge for you than it is like you're a physical one? Well, you do have to physically train for it, but what of people course. don't realize is to run 100 kilometers, my longest training run is about 35, 40 kilometers right. because there's a point of diminishing returns where it takes too long to recover physically. Sure. Mm. So mentally, you start with the smaller distances, you know, the 50, that sort of the stuff, 50. and then you kind of figure <laughs> out. It's like a marathon <laughs> in a little bit, you know. Wow. That was right. absolutely incredible. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Krista. Yeah, thanks, Krista. Yeah, no That's so rad. Yeah, Very yeah. cool. You have a great day and keep running. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Fascinating. I, I love how, like, the rest of us are like, oh, I don't feel so great, so I'm going to, like, go push some weights for a couple of days at the gym. And Krista's like, I'm going to run 100 kilometers in <laughs> Gotta have goals, goals guys. <laughs> I'm going to forest dump my way across the country. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sick freak looks, like, looks at a marathon and is like, wow. no. I need more. Yeah. Give, yeah. It, give it to me. She <laughs> said 50 kilometers, like, because what's a marathon? 42? Yeah, 50 is the lowest ultra you so, can do. And, yeah. yeah, and so 50, she's like, well, you just kind of, like, start slow at 50 kilometers. What? Yeah. Keep your feet into a quiet 50-kilometer run? Yeah. Like, Mars, you're into running. Like, do you, do you after, after, like, a couple kilometers, get into a mindset, and you're like, I could do this. Ah, well, and then you just, like, I mean, lose feeling. The reason why I asked her the question is because, like, in all honesty, that's, like, part of the... That's half the that's half the trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just like clear your mind or yeah, do something. It's a mental battle. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. Like it it, act, it absolutely is because I find that like at about one point five kilometers my brain's like, Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we walking. Yeah. <laughs> we so walking. you've gotta like you've gotta like like rewire yeah. like past that part of the brain. Yeah. You gotta fight it. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible, yeah, it's crazy. Krista. I love it. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Ace, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, your dad kind of blew you guys away with something, eh? Um, well, first of all, I pulled a crash this morning when you guys said 42 is the limit there. I'm yes. 41, going on 42, so yep. I pulled a little, like, uh, one of your screams in my vehicle today. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm almost there. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, my, dad is, my dad's in his 70s, and he still barrel rides. Really? Compete. What's a, so yeah. what's a barrel ride? 
with the barrel, horses. Uh, oh, well, you sit on a barrel and you were, no, I'm just joking. You, uh, <laughs> you're, <laughs> no, it's, uh, you, you're on a horse and you're ripping around the barrels. Yeah. Like when we're, for him. yeah, like oh, a, in the field, wow. you see those yeah. fences and then yeah. the horse is jumping over. Yeah. 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 That's wild. Has he been doing this all his life or like later in life? He's like, you know what I want to do? Barrel race. Later in life, so my dad wow. is always, his dream was always to have a ranch with horses, and he finally has that dream, and he's out in the mountains, and it's oh. amazing. Wow. And so he took that up um, later on in life. Um, he's always been with around horses, but he took up riding and barrel riding later on in life and competed, um, started competing late in life. He actually has competed? Wow. That's he awesome. He still competes. Holy yeah. crap. When yeah. he said he was uh, going to yeah. do this, uh, were you guys like, okay, sure, Pops, and then he actually did it? Um, No, actually, I'm not surprised. Mm, yeah. My dad is, my dad, I'm not surprised at all, and I'm just like, get up, let's do this again. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's so awesome. Does he want to get so you so on the horses? Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And how do you feel yeah. about it? <laughs> uh, I... Oh, I'm stoked about it. I follow my dad's footprints like a toddler, so I'm excited. Oh, That's so cool. So a couple years from now, Ace, you're going to call in and be like, just so you know, I won a couple uh, barrel race competitions. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go. You are going to do it. <laughs> there you go. You can do anything. That's Through awesome. 42. Yeah, this the 42 age. There's no way I'm going to beat that. <laughs> get right, it. Right behind you, Ace. Challenge, you got this. challenge accepted. Done, done. done. You All got right. this. Yeah, okay, thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. That's bye. crazy. If you have like a super fit uh, 50, 60, 70, 80 year old person in your life, is that inspiring or oh, is it yeah. deeply frustrating? Well, because oh. now you got to compete with well, them. I see. Like yeah. frustrating because you're like, oh man, you're in better shape than I am. Yeah. You've yeah. got 30 years yeah, on well, me. What if your 70 year old dad is in way better shape than you? Right? Like, are you happy for him or is that like, oh, damn it, yeah. dad? I don't want to go to the gym. Your 80 year old mom is deadlifting like 300. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You imagine, I want to do that so badly at age. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, your back is going to disintegrate. No, nope, not this one. <laughs> You'd be happy for them. But... Right? But they're kind of showing you up. A little bit. Yeah. Man. Uh, Jules says, hey, guys, earlier this year in January, I did what was called the Winter Warrior Challenge. I walked 60 kilometers in the month outside. I am. Um, I did those 60 kilometers in 14 hours and 19 minutes, and I'm 53, and I will do it again this January. Mm, in the winter. Yeah. Impressive jewels. Good for you. That's oh awesome. Oh, my God. This check, uh, text here says, my husband and I are 36 and 35 years old. We just took up Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, oh cool. cool. Yes. Says four out of five of our kids do it and inspired us to start doing it for health. Oh, wow. sweet. Cool. Yeah, that's really neat. Nice little uh, little hobby there. And imagine imagine being behind this guy. Says my great uncle who lives on the island, ninety five, plays eighteen holes of golf, walks the course. Oh, oh and wow. walks it? I would not want to be yeah, behind him. Good for him, but he is slowing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing through, old man. You hurt, you hurt me. <laughs> Out of the way, bones. <laughs> uh, Tina, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing Hi. fantastic. Uh, you made a big change in your life a little bit later, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, Two years do? ago, I decided to start losing weight at 43. Yeah. Nice. Um, I lost, as of today, 200 pounds. Oh, good oh for you. Gosh, Tina. Um, 
Good for I'm you. Down to, yes. What yes, did you, time. Yeah. Do you want to say how, how you did it? Um, lots of exercise. Yeah. Lots of fasting, lots of hard work, dedication. Yeah. yeah. I bet you feel like a million bucks, eh? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Wow. That is, uh, that is such an accomplishment, Tina. We're mm. so proud of you. That That's so great. Yeah. Good on you. Thanks for sharing that. It's, yeah. It's never, it's never too late to, to start. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, absolutely. I agree. 100%. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thanks, Tina. Thanks, Tina. Okay. Bye-bye. Good for her. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that, that takes a lot of courage too, to call and say that too. Yeah, you're, you're that's great. Nervous, yeah, but that's should be all proud good. of that. And her message inspiring, never too late to start. Mm-hmm. But I always like that's like dangerous for me because I'm a procrastinator. So I'm always like, yeah, it's never too late to start. <laughs> right? Tomorrow. I was doing a couple years. Yeah, a couple yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Not even tomorrow hey, or next week. It's never too late to start. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, good for a couple more that's years. The best thing ever. <laughs> good advice. Inspiration. Yeah, it does do that. Get to it in a couple years. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.